The land of Numeria hides countless mysteries and wonders. Hidden in cold metal tombs that fell from the sky thousands of years ago are strange artifacts of unknown origin. In a land filled with chaotic barbarian tribes and the sinister machinations of Technic League wizards, a small group of adventurers rise to help the town of Torch regain its prosperity. Little do they know that this is only the first step on a path that will lead them to providing a guiding hand in the rise of a new divine force in Galarian. RPG MP3 is excited to present this online game, played through Roll20 and streamed live over Twitch. Follow our unorthodox group of heroes as they become embroiled in the affairs of powers beyond their reckoning in this sci-fi fantasy mashup adventure path for Pathfinder 1st Edition. Join us as we reveal the power of the Iron Gods. Local fucking professional. <laughs> there. Go. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. Vecna muted, and don't forget about Craig. About Craig was that fucking Craig? I always forget about him. Vec welcome, 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 happy listener to uh, Iron Gods session fifteen. They have survived for fifteen sessions. This is the beginning of the book, The Lords of Rust. There it is. Look at the cover. It has it has a big orc with a awesome thing on it. Look at that! Look at that! It's gonna. I, chop I, I prefer the sexy pink-haired android from book one. Look at, look, look at the size of this! Look at, look at how big that is! Look at that! Is that like a chainsaw is sword? Like, it's just yeah. tremendous. Yeah, it's just tremendously emo. That's the. It's problem. very. It's very Warhammer, actually. It is, it is very much. It's it's very much blood for the blood god kind of deal, right? <laughs> blood for Desna. So Hal, I see Vecna is muted on Discord, so I don't know if that's a thing or not. Vecna should be fine. I think uh, uh, muted, muted. Oh yeah, I guess if he's muted, that's fine. He doesn't really talk, does he? That's true. Oh, he's listening. It's to stop anything picking up from the computer. Cool. As long as he can still otherwise he would cool. listen. Um, yeah, he's just a passive listener. He has the ears of Vecna. <laughs> <laughs> it's the penis of Vecna. Uh, Hold on a second. Oh, there's an actual plaything. Who said anything? Don't, don't forget. Oh, uh, See, Vecna's talking to us. He's like, "Come, come, listen to the listen to the Twitch." Don't forget about Craig. Let's see if this works. Uh, Craig, Twitch, Twitch. Now recording. No. He's so creepy. Thank you, Craig. Although you failed this last time, Craig, so we better be doing better this time. Oh. He collapsed on us last time, didn't you, Craig? Um, I know. I saw you, Craig. You fell apart. Still, Craig. You just the stress, Craig. Damn you, I Craig. Him, I, I call him Craig. I don't know why that would be, and you guys all say Craig, so I guess I live in America now. Greg? <laughs> Craig. Craig or Greg? Hey, who's this thing Oots? What? Who's thing Oots? That's me. Oots. Who's, who's uh, this thing Oots? Oots is for under the stairs because it was too long. 
<laughs> I like it. You're seeing it. Where's that at? Where are you seeing that? You could be like, switch. what's his name? You could be Ootsy, but Ootsy or Ootsy. The frozen oh, dead guy. Oh, Screen. Like in the Alps, whatever his name was, Oatsy. Yeah. That was his Thanks. name. Thank you, babe. I do like it when you subscribe at tier one. Maybe we'll get a prize if someone else subscribes. Yeah, <laughs> one day I'll I'll be, I'll be extra spendy and do the server boost thing. Right. I think I can. I think I can do a subscription on my own channel. That would be nice, right? Well, if you have Prime, you get one free subscription, Oof. but it's not ongoing. You have to remember to go in every month and say subscribe. Uh, oh, that's which is annoying. Yeah, I so think you, have you to, should have one a month, right? You can go out and like dole it out to people. Yeah, you can do a gift subscription if you but wanted that. So. Right? It's it's blah. Let me go there so I can see the Twitch. So, ladies and gents, who'd like to do a review of last session? Uh, we did stuff and uh, things happened. Pretty nice. I guess you killed the nasty lady two sessions ago, and uh, then you went back and cleaned up downstairs, so to speak, uh, got everything you needed to get, did all the exciting things, had a big party, did some shopping. Um, yeah. so basically, a, sort of celebrated uh, our successes. Yeah, we almost yeah, died uh, with the uh, gearsman that only uh, Kiernan could hurt with his new fancy swords. That was a fight. That was that 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 was one of the that's one of the more serious fights in this adventure. That was well, there's been effort. several several serious ones because I mean the blind find blindheim at the level was nasty and those uh, imps that that were hard for us to yeah, hit. Yeah, those freaking dr five bastards that would like. Yeah. Well, I mean you got you got hammer faced by the by the stupid uh, the of the veg pygmies. Right. All right. That's some serious. Uh, like I took like 18 damage with one mighty hit or shit like that. It's like, man, I got. Yeah. Bill, did you just post your bear in Discord Wars? Of course. Yes, did. I so thought that was a thing. I thought that's what we were supposed to do. That's the snug. Discord. I thought that was Discord a requirement. War. Yeah, but you do it in the snug. It's in the snug, dude. He's so drunk, he's in an entirely different room right now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in the same room I'm always in. <laughs> That's only when I have the mushrooms do I go to a different room. I'm so going to say, see. somebody needs to play Mornington Crescent because I can't support this shit on my own, people. <laughs> it's turning into general chat, and it's terrible. So I'm wondering, since we're going to be in town for a day or two, if I should just be, you know, like, switching all my spells from combat focus to, you know, a bunch of make holes and... Everybody what? wants to make holes. Blindness, <laughs> deafness, in case somebody pisses me off in town, or... Hang on, let me drag you back to town. Hold on. Where's town? Town is that. Oh, god damn it. This is going to be fun when we start getting more maps in here. I should probably keep major Boom. armor up because, you know, the technically could be anywhere. Anywhere. Right. I just assume most mages have major armor up most of the time. But I can only maintain it for four hours a day. Well, for some things is pretty good. Late, then we have, yeah. So I'm going to assume everybody heals up. So if you okay. are not healed up, you might want to do so. Um, uh, oh, wait. You roll your hit points. Oh, I didn't roll hit points either. No, Bullygup's the only person who did, and he's now up to 36. Ooh. I did too. I'm up to 31. 
Yeah, Bullygup is, is buff. He's buffy gup. <laughs> don't, don't be a little girly frog. That is the name of this episode, Buffy Gup. <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> oh, what is wizard these days? D6? Once, uh, any gen- once every generation, <laughs> only one. <sighs> Buffy Gup. And they is French. <laughs> okay. If... <laughs> what are you doing? Which you need to roll me a, want to say a D8. Correct. And then add your con to it, yeah. right? Yeah. And then add your con. I just took the average. That's what I've been doing. That's also fair. How? Uh, I get one hit point plus my con. Reroll the one. Reroll the one. I'll give you a reroll on ones. A lot. I'll give you a reroll on your first one. There you go. Okay, three. So that's about a win. Any con? What do minus? I need to roll? I do have a con bonus, so that'll Eight be dice. A what? One D8. eight. One eight-sided dice. So you're gonna put four. Oh, bonus! She got an eight. Oh, you can just do it that way through the console on the side. That's a that's an eight. That's a good beginning. And then, you add, <laughs> then you add your con. What your con? What's your con bonus? She's on. I she had pretty state. decent con. What she doesn't use her charisma for that? Sadly, no. Two. Her con is plus two. So she has ten hit points. So she's at thirty-two. Brilliant. And I go up to twenty-three. Pretty nice. I I am slightly tougher than the tiger. Well, slightly. Slightly more hit points. Yeah, you guys are going to leave the tiger behind pretty well because he only gets four point five hit points a level. Well, once I awaken him, he can take in a class. He can take a class or something, right? I guess technically he could take barbarian and get d twelves, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I, I think if he goes monk, man. Yeah. If he if he goes monk if he go, wow. if he goes monk and goes grapple, he can do the rake, right? So he's got. It would be like sick kung fu. It's like. Literally, Ty Lee with uh, Ian McShane's voice. Blurry blows <laughs> with yeah. will be legend. Blurry blows with the armor bonus. Yeah, there you go. You gotta love Ian McShane. Who, who who doesn't want to be Ian McShane? I ask you. Ian McShane, but that's about it, and that's even doubtable. Exactly. I mean, really, it's Morgan Freeman, you know, James Earl Jones, and Ian McShane are the sexiest. Voice in Hollywood. Tell me. I'm Sean right. Connery. Uh, true, but oh. no, not, not currently though. He's kind of got some issues, but <gasps> hold on. He doesn't have no, everyone does if you look at him too closely. No, please. No, break it to me. What did he do? I mean, no, he's, he's, he's he's no Mel Gibson. <laughs> no Mel Gibson. Uh, uh, uh. It's funny. What? So, ladies. All right. So, you had a reason of in ex, uh, it, well, you know, the reasonably quiet so, session. So, yeah, time. but we also want to, we also want to know what you leveled your characters, what you got. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We would like to know what her character got. My character got? Do I want to know? I do know. Oh, really yeah, good. What spells did you get this time, Wedge? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I have. I changed the page. I have spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. I and 
then I also have Summon Monster. That's right off your page of spell knowledge. That that can help me with my sneak attack if you summon the monster on the opposite side of a foe that I'm at. Uh, cure moderate wounds. Dust of Twilight. That's just something I get. Uh, and then I have create water as well. Now you just need water to wine to back that up. Oh my you gosh. Well, second level, uh, wine, tea, tears of wine. <laughs> It'll turn any liquid into mead or wine. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. And my character won't get a tummy ache from drinking mead, so that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I love, that's like my, that's the thing I do. I don't like to sneak things into fair because it makes me sad because I'm a goody two shoes. I told but, you about the wine rack. Yeah. But, like I said, you need to come camp with us and Liam will show you how to take an entire bottle of whiskey in between your breasts. Oh, well, we definitely did that. Uh, <laughs> between Leo's breasts? Just wherever it'll go, because they're not going to, it's not like they're going to go, excuse me, ma'am, you're going to have to pull your titties out so we can make sure there's nothing in there. Is there a flask or a fifth? I mean, size is kind of an important factor here. I mean, Hers was like a little plastic one, wasn't it? Oh, no, we had those last time because they're super easy. Yeah. You slide them like your boot. Yeah. She just ran inside. Mm-hmm. Funny. And then we also hang out with a bunch of old ladies who never get stopped, so they can take in all kinds of shit. <laughs> well, that's because we're not the kind of people that sneak that stuff in so that we can get rowdy. We're the kind of people that do that because we're broke and we don't want to buy <laughs> drinks inside. So. It's, like the comedian, it's like the comedian Doug Stanhope. He's like, when, why hasn't people started talking about when alcohol is the hero? Like, yeah. you know, you, you, you drink so that you don't choke out the bitch that's annoying you next to you, right? You're just, what, about all, what about all the lives alcohol has saved, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so true, though. You have to admit. I mean, there's like a whole wino so Tatia, culture. So, Ta- so Tatia's character, Tatia has developed an alcohol problem as part of that level up apparently so yeah that's uh very oracle of me so it's the sacrament gulp that that that, i don't think that luna luna spell you got for second level is very good i'm not rating dust of twilight very much at all i'm afraid Mm. it's well you can't just shovel out the good things so i mean it's it's good it's just not great so the let me because I have this thing on here. There it is. Dust of Twilight. So a shower of iridescent black particles clings to and extinguishes torches, lanterns, sunrods, and similar mundane light sources and dispels any spell of second level or lower with the light descriptor. Creatures in the area must make a fortitude save or become fatigued. You you just like that because you hide now in the shadows. That's amazing. If I if that's for me, that's I wish I would. <laughs> it's good for honestly as a start of a combat. It's not terrible. If you were ambushing, it would be great. But as a kind of data, honestly, as an oracle, she could cast it if she needed to, which isn't actually that terrible. Well, she's the only one that so needs light in the party. Where you put out all 
lights and made everybody feel tired. And then Bill ran in and was all like invisible and shit. That would be terrible. No. Yeah, I have racial abilities on that. Yeah, exactly. It would make like a really cool effect. Well, especially because <laughs> you can, you know, like if there's a campment, you can put half the people to sleep because they're going to be, you know, just already half there. And... So if we want to kill camping people and go all Jason on this, perfect. That's right. Can I change my short swords to machetes? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I, so I still, we're going to detour by Dead Camper Lake and. Uh, that's right. Dead Camper Lake. <laughs> Super terrible people. What is this debilitating? Did you pick up a debilitating injury? Yes. So I had I had myself no. some hit points. I took debilitating injury. For those who are not familiar with it, it does all sorts of shiny. Whenever I do sneak attack damage on a target, I can do um, things that give them additional penalties. I can bewilder them where they take penalties of their AC and attacks. I can disorient them so that they uh, have penalties to their attack rolls. I can hamper them so their movement rate is hindered and they can't take uh, um, five-foot steps, which can be pretty helpful, especially if you want to contain them, you know. Um, so it's basically like a crowd control, a little bit of extra buff on top of the sneak. So cool. Fourth level is not really that amazing for people, except for spellcasters who get to their level. Well, it's not for secondary casters who get to the second level. Yeah, the other thing that kind of was big for me, too, was um, I... Uh, being oh, what, skill... what ability bonus did you take? Yeah, I was just going to say that, actually. I uh, buffed my intelligence, so now that I got an additional modifier, even more kill monkey now. Nice. Uh, I believe Tatcha buffed her charisma, so now you're all at her, at her mercy. <laughs> and, her charisma of, and her charisma of 20. We already Ooh, were. She's mercy. almost as charismatic as I am smart. My charisma of 20. Yeah, I got the, I got the dex of 20, so with the... <laughs> with the Everybody's uh, just like, look at my 20s and 21, and Bully Gup's over here going, I'm a balanced character. Were, were you, Hal, were you the one that had... You were the one that was wearing the shirt... Uh, with the two 20s on your chest that says, yes, they're natural. <laughs> That's amazing. I want that shirt. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I was able to, I, I was able to, uh, since I'm a jack of all trades, my uh, stats are, actually, except for my decks, my, all my stats are 12, I think. Um, so I pretty much tried to smooth myself out so that I'm uh, part of the face of the group, but also, you know, bluff and some knowledge skills. I'm the plain, planer expert of the group, having traveled to a few. So uh, use magic device, a lot of good things. So, cool. Okay, thing. Ah, uh, yes. Well, becoming a mighty fourth level wizard, I uh, get two new spells. Uh, I increased my intelligence to twenty-one. Because I have to maintain that I am smarter than the rest of the party. Um, I bought a bunch of spells in the past uh, piece because uh, I had money for scrolls. But I, for leveling up, I added uh, Glitter Dust because we had such fun with invisible opponents previously. And well, that tell you, you're never going to see another one. Exactly. But, I, but it can also blind people. And I took Rope Trick, so I have a safe place to... Uh, go memorize my spells for the two hours I need, and it'll last four hours, so that's perfect for my camping needs if we venture overland. Did you take rope trick? Yeah. 
Cool. It's a great. What spell. is rope? Basically, oh, I take oh. a rope, throw it up in the air, and I can climb up the rope and have an uh, invisible extra dimensional space up there to get into. And other people could come in too. Oh, but... All of us, yeah. So it's a way to camp at night without having to be. Yeah. So then right. I can pull up the rope. All the shit and... hell's gonna roll. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so basically, he takes a rope and he casts a spell on it, and it goes straight up in the air and stays there. And then you all climb up the rope, and at the top of the rope, there's this magic invisible space that you can all kind of sleep in, in the air. And you can pull up the rope after you and just sleep in this, like, hollow space in the sky. So an extra now, dimension now, uh, that... If you, were, if, if you weren't a android and there was some, you know, high-as-fuck mushroom-eating dude, wizard, telling you this, yeah, dude, it's like you throw this rope up and, it, like, you climb it, you go to the space. Like, well, I, I, I might not be telling you guys this. It. It's just the first time you guys make camp in the wilderness, I might throw a rope and climb up there without telling you guys and just pull out the rope. <laughs> there is this kid's television show called... Um, the Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, oh yes. yeah. And yeah. I, this show is brilliant. I love it. Brilliant from an acid and LSD tab hitting uh, the it's writers. It's so sweet, though. And, like, there's good family values. And, like, I oh love God. watching it with my son. But it's ridiculous. And that's what I love about it is that it just is – absolutely zany but they have this episode where i uh, the oh i think he's the counselor at school he's the guy that looks like the cloud he's the 70s mm -hmm. guy and he loses his 70s van and it's because it gets sucked into another dimension and they find out there's like a crack <laughs> down the street where time is folded in on itself and they didn't realize that like a girl had been missing from school for a whole year and it, it ate the guy's bus Alice do y'all not remember oh my god yeah, so like I said acid and, <laughs> acid and LSD tab hitting but this is she probably thinks she probably thinks South Park is a treatise on societal norms or something too <laughs> love south park <laughs> just so you know like i remember when south park came out when i was a kid <laughs> I, I remember the santa claus versus jesus fight <laughs> i remember when it came out when i was not a kid <laughs> not that old thing yay so santa one, i mean the, yay jesus yeah. there was the one thing thing. to remember about about rope trick, of course, is it's an extra dimensional space, so bags of holding will stop working in it, if I believe right, but they won't explode and rift to the astral plane. I don't think that one affects it, but is it extra dimensional? It's not. It's not extra dimensional. It's or another plane. It's actually a pocket dimension, isn't it? It's a pocket yeah, plane. It's, uh, it's, a let's see. it's a demi plane. Uh, yeah, it's a. Outside the usual multiverse of extra dimensional spaces, creatures in extra dimensional spaces are hidden beyond the reach. Uh, including divinations, unless those spells work across planes, you can hold as many as it's creatures of any size. I'm not, I'm not going to make you leave your bags. Yeah, it's outside. a it's well, down my plane. Well, when the when the <laughs> when the when you do that with the bags, they don't like rupture or anything. You just can't retrieve anything out of them. It's, it's oh, they it's, just don't work. Yeah, it's it's the it's the bag of holding and uh, um, portable hole that's the rift to the astral plane and horrible. Oh, I got you. You can't access your items because you're not in a place to access right. your items. So if you have a bag of holding filled with like bricks, you have to hold it outside of the uh, 
thing and then turn it inside out so oh, they all come out in the same it. round and fall on everything. But <laughs> That's not that funny. I've thought of how to weaponize this, but you know how to how to abuse weaponize, the weaponize a haversack. There you go. <laughs> Select the first person on earth who ever thought, let's abuse the rope trick spell for combat effectiveness. <laughs> Oh, let's have the, the the boiling oil. Call up, form up, <laughs> boiling oil. <laughs> uh, put, like, put like a pile of gold under your rope trick and see who comes along. Right, then I just turn the floor to lava and, you know. Floor to lava. The floor is lava. Okay, so, holy good. I crush your head. Oh, we all crush your head. The cat got slightly smarter. Oh, yes. Which means he can now take any feat that he's able to take as a cat, which is pretty good. Just wait till uh, level Bullyger, seven, you'll get even smarter. Bullyger also got smarter. He actually put points in his intelligence. Oh, yes, he did. Points in his intelligence. He got skills in these. That means he got more skill ranks. So he's actually better skilled than he was before. So does he get uh, a he feat also, too? Does he get a he feat now? A feat. Because. Oh, which feat did he take? Do we know yet? Yeah, Bullygup took weapon specialization because he's a fighter. Oh, no, I meant, I'm sorry, I meant the tiger. I thought we were talking about. Oh, the tiger gets a feat at next level. Oh, next level. Gotcha. Uh, so Bullygup took a feat because he's a fighter and gets a bonus one. He took weapon specialization, meaning he does plus two extra damage with his glaive every hit. So he's, he's trying to protect you people. He's doing his best. He's doing everything he can. He's he's a he's a frog on a mission. Frog <laughs> on a mission. And he only needs one more int point for his next feat selection, which is going to make him amazing. Ooh. Well, it's gonna start the pathway that's gonna make him amazing. Prof profession dancer. Wow. I, I, I do still need a he's new one. Uh, he's of 18, so you know, he's not as good as you, but he's pretty good. Oh, I'm still I mean, using the language good. Sphinx, maybe? I mean, he's hitting like this. Damn! Well, yeah, it's better than, like, three, like he was doing at the beginning of that. That would hit at least, yeah. Yeah, so a minimum damage is eight. That's not too shabby. Oh, it is not too shabby. <laughs> so Bully, Bully Gup is, is is hitting pretty well at the moment. He's doing good. He's going to hit most of the time. I think he's above average for fourth level characters at this point. You know, so since he's so small, can I just strap him to my shield? That would totally be awesome. Sure, except for uh, he <laughs> stab you in the face with his medium-sized glaive. <laughs> He'll be like a master blaster kind of thing. I'll just create a C-3PO papoose sack. He's like two foot one, and he's carrying this eight, ten foot glaive on his shoulder. It's not the size of the glaive. It's what you do. Right? And, the, and the other funny thing is he can wield it one-handed. <laughs> so if I cast Reduce Person on him, that becomes a medium-sized glaive? Becomes a small, small glaive. glaive. Okay. Yeah, but he's got to have forearms like Popeye, dude. He's got to fucking... <laughs> you have the... That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's funny. But now, now if you cast a large on him, his glaive becomes large. Yeah, but that didn't work last well last time. So, oh, it's because it, it's because he's a Dex fighter, right? And he doesn't get benefit from the strength increase. So if I cast Reduce Person, his Dex actually goes up. Hmm? 
Yeah, if I cast Would you like to benefit him except for he goes from small to tiny? Yeah. He's got to be in the same square. Which means that the actually it would work because he has a reach weapon, so he could attack the squares around him. If That's he true. didn't have a reach weapon, he would have to enter the square of the person he was attacking. His armor class goes up. Right. Which he's already pretty good at that too. I mean I just figure I'm gonna have to cast that on him at some point without warning, like I did with a large person and see how it happens. Just shrink him for the laugh. Not that I want to kill the robot slayer by any of these actions, but uh Oh, no, of course not. He's your he's your I mean, he's, he's your technically guy and it's gonna be pissing on those guys just like you. You're making frenzy frenzy with them. This is why right. I have a charisma solo, right? You just but, don't know these things. But because of because of him, I can't have robot pets and I'm gonna have to start animating skeletons soon. <laughs> ah, because he doesn't mind those. Because, exactly. Because the android wants to raise a family. So as I'm going to have to have a skeleton all butler the... rather than a robot butler like proper people should. That's right. <laughs> because Bully Goop will beat the shit out of it with his glaze. Exactly. Wait, I must kill the... Oh, wait. Un- until I can fit, make the proper chip to insert in his little froggy brain. I mean... The leave the leave the robots the fuck alone chip. Yeah, I'm figuring a GAN style limiter, maybe. Yeah, the thing is though, Jeff Goldblum has taught us nature will find a way. Those frogs will right. shift genders and wrong. shift alliances on you. And... To be sure he gets around your 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 limitations. That's right. He'll just Samuel Jackson your ass and bite your arm off or something. You haven't even seen him use his patagia yet. Ooh. <laughs> la, la, la. As as, as wits the food in her mouth. She's talking about Bully Goop's giant tongue, and you're like, aww. Manje, manje. Oh my god, what was in that's there? The, that's, the, that's the pot brownies, man. I'm still in Colorado. They're deep. Screw you guys. Yeah, I, fuck you, man. I get to uh, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> there is no laundry, you know. Screw you oh, guys. I'm going it's home. Legal there. <laughs> As it is in Washington here, so it's it's legal for recreational use in Nevada. It's in Michigan too, in theory. In theory? Well, no place is allowed to sell them yet because of all the nasty loopholes and like, oh, you have to get a license to sell it. Oh, but you have to get it approved. Mm-hmm. You have to go through this process and then all that horse shit. You, know? you have to it's sell us your it. firstborn and it's like the oh, first six months here right. where you, you could sell it, but no one has a license to buy it. We get to do it. Texas is almost there. Texas is close, I think. CBD. I mean, I give CBD all to my cat, so we're pretty much close. Yeah. And it's like amazing for things it works for. Total fuck, but took a day off work to take take the new cat to the vet, and the vet said, "Let's start with pheromone treatments." So I now have three plugins in the house that don't smell of anything, but apparently give off pheromones. Like a mother cat, cat. yeah, fighting. Yeah, we we did that when we introduced um uh when we brought in Jack as the new foundling to the two cats that we we already had. So we had those plugged in for a couple months, and one of our cats would walk over and snort the the plug in occasionally. Really? Yeah, (laughs) he just stick his nose up there. Go. (laughs) Because he's such an asshole, I also got him a collar that does that. And also a specific spray that I can put on locations that he likes a lot. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, out of our two, out of our three cats, two of them are very calm and mellow on catnip, and for uh, uh, Newt, it's basically bastard sauce, and he just wants to like fight everything after he's had a little bit. Fight, fight. We tried silver boy. So I was gonna say it's like tequila for humans, right? That <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or Jameson. Jameson. <laughs> a party's nah, not just... a party unless it ends up in a fight. Yeah, hey, when, when you have a, a country full of alcoholics and free health care, they just beat the piss out of each other for shits and grins, right? So my my mother used the plugins and such for a while for uh, a male cat that she brought inside because she mm-hmm. didn't want to leave it outside anymore. And it worked kind of, sort of, but not really. And so they just ended up putting the cat on Prozac. What? Yeah. And what? Prozac. Yeah. Cats, cats are super, super it, it, susceptible to it. So they oh. put the cat on Prozac and he stopped spraying. He's just like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. I guess I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I cool. love you guys. So, you guys are awesome. That, that's the next step for Jude. So if the pheromones don't work with him, then it'll be Kitty Prozac. Yeah, we need to get that potato before he, like, tries to bite another child. Biting a child, that is a bad thing. He's never successfully bitten a child, but the thing is, is that I say successfully. I have confidence in him. He has tried. (laughs) Don't. You shouldn't. (laughs) I feel feel, feel he's just missing his opportunity, but he's, he's waiting for the right moment. Uh, for I, those of you at RPG Patreon, uh, we can take bets on whether the the dog will bite a child or not. Oh my yeah. god! For every five dollars donated, Bill drinks a pint of Numenarian influence. Which one will happen <laughs> right. first? Will my daughter bite the dog first, or will the dog bite my daughter? <laughs> Simultaneous takedown. You see Ellie and Ditto, and they're just going at it. Multi shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, dep- depends on the depends on the pheromones. Then changes going at it context quite a bit. <laughs> That's right. You need to get dog, dog, dog and baby pheromones. <laughs> oh, chicken! Wow, wow. Hey, that that, that one cat is wrestling the other cat. Why won't it get off the back? <laughs> oh, they're not wrestling, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> cover your eyes. <laughs> What's that man doing to my dog, Daddy? That's not a man. That's Hitler, and he's right. fucking your dog. <gasps> oh god what was that from i forget did we just have a sound bite oh my god from? <laughs> you just traumatized with <laughs> well he said man man <laughs> screwing a dog and hitler all in the same sentence or not to traumatize you. welcome to the internet <laughs> well, this, re- this reminds me of that for the, for the drink, but you know, <laughs> I, w- I think I think Whitney's Prozac now. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was something he just made up. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but it might have been. I don't know. I don't want to. Wit, wit, something about wit, something about things thinking. When you stare into the abyss, sometimes the abyss stares back. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's kind of like there. when you walk, walk by the old la- old people's home and you see the lady with the hex- sexy hip dysplasia and you're like, I know how you got that, you bad girl. 
Yeah. The sexy hip display. I, I, I'd hit that, and you need that metal alert bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right. So, what are the things that we needed to retcon from a? Uh, all the characters have regurgitated all their new shiny for before, right? So, mm-hmm. one of the things I don't want to say retcon, but one of the things we did in a past episode I tried to review was um, after Sandville departed poor Sandville um, well to be honest with you he in, the end, in the end I kind of thought he uh, K-O. Redeemed he, he redeemed himself in my eyes anyway I kind of thought yeah. he was cool seriously you know I, I and Kiernan's thought was is that he uh, but he did fall so I did check out his place and you said that everything was kind of like nothing special and that uh he had a bed and a couple of things. We I didn't roll the place though, but I didn't I don't recall finding the stuff that we had sold him before. It was only like a day or two. Oh, you didn't. So I don't know if we want to go back uh-huh. there and look for any hidey holes because Honestly, uh-huh. I think we have a lot of cool shit. Unless if we could do it quickly, otherwise I'm like so ready to get on with this story. No, I am, I am too. I am too. The only reason why I bring is two reasons. One, we don't want to squander an opportunity, but more importantly, we also don't want his known allies, the technically, to come and add to their advantage or add to their benefit. Right. Plus, that it's what his character sense, would like, do. Like help clearing our tracks. It, it is what his character would do. Luke the Dead is definitely what his character would yeah. do. Just, just like my idea to reprogram the door locks to the uh, whole complex to see if we could make them only react to the white cards that we have. <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, we, 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 uh, we have, and, and I have stated this too, have tried to reinforce in the town We've found bodies. We've brought back all these people that have gone in there. We've almost died, and that there's nothing really valuable in there. The only person that we've really sold valuable stuff to has been Sandville. Negative. So, we've got a reactor leak right now. A lot of radiation. Very bad. Very dangerous. Give them a minute to lock down. <laughs> Give us a couple minutes to lock it down. Exactly. My only point is, is that as far as general is concerned, it's lots of danger, lots of death, no reward. No one should go in there. So we kind of have a sort of a safe place to hide out if we want to. I mean, but, people probably did see us carrying your near-dead, face-smashed corpse. You know, that's true. All those corpse out a couple times. I was face-smashed. All right. That was, a two, that was a good hit from that magic hammer. <laughs> that was like 18 damage at level two or whatever. That's yeah. you up, man. That's yeah. I had to actually take down the bad guy then. You know how desperate that is. <laughs> That's like doing, like that's like doing the twenty-one shots of tequila on your birthday. That'll t- put you on the. I'd just like to say there's been at least a couple of points in this adventure where you guys have been on the brink of disaster, which makes me. Yes, happy. recap. Our, recap are almost failures. There, please. No, do do that. <laughs> that's great. We have the pygmies. Was I only was I the only one? All of his? No, I heard none of that. Yeah, he he went all tinny and. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's, me. it's because I'm comfortable and far from my that, microphone. Uh... Hold on. Uh, it sounded more like network lag, but it's that goddamn Texas <laughs> thing. 
apparently your uh, uh, internet providers like ah oh, those fuckers are about moved out. We'll just cut the bandwidth. Get them less comfortable. Oh, Leah, yeah. bring the attention spike. <laughs> God, that was so funny, and you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us how we've almost got effed up. We had we, there were the veggie pygmies that planted you in the face, yeah. and once you were down, it was only a matter of time. Well, it was and an eighteen. Was it was an eighteen hit point critical hit with a warhammer at it's level two. Up. If the android lady had actually blasted you again with another negative energy surge, oh yeah, I think I'd have got the whole party. Yeah, that's why we tried to close with her stabby stabby. Right. I mean, yeah, that was a, that was a good fight. I thought there was tension and excitement. I wish we could have talked to her. Well, tension. I would say Alexander had tension. He's like, hey, pink hair, android. Rare. So, what are you doing? Are you investigating Sample's place? Yes, because I want to make sure that no one else has been going there, either as opportunistic or technically folk. Plus, red blinking light on his desk, you know. Plus, we're trying to kind of assume control somewhat of his business, right? Are you? Well, I think it's uh, a reasonable front and a uh, occupation. I mean... You know, you can't work this adventuring life forever. It eventually catches up to you, right? I'm only I'm only 130 years old. You know, it's like see, you know, you get old after a while, right? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> what you're saying is you're going to try and sub subsume Sandal's shop and house. Well, let's just say I'm going to see if the uh, good people of Torch see fit to uh, transfer the license to us, so we may take up his current clients, so that they don't feel disenfranchised. Are, are you forging up the will that's part of the the adventuring contract he signed when he went down with us and all that? No, I no. always, think, I always think with Numenaria that um, the is it Numenaria or Numeria? Oh, fucking Monty Cook pisses. Numeria is the is the land we're in. Yeah. Numeria, right? Yes. Numenaria is fucking Monty Cook, right? Numenera. Yes. Numenera. There's no E. Yeah, that shit's just too close to this. I'm exactly. Sorry, Monty's brilliant. I love man. the man. I've had uh, drinks with him long ago, but. Uh, I just say, I just say he's got Tullus running on Kickstarter again. Yes. I just like to say that. I'm more expensive on Kickstarter now than it was when I got a signed copy the first time round. But it's bigger now, too. Of course it is. There's more fluff in it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I signed up for the PDFs because you can get, like, everything reasonably yeah. cheap. They're all amazing writers, though, really. The, the all I have the Numenera stuff. I have the Numenera 2 stuff, the strange stuff. It's all amazing writing. Yeah, it's well, really they pulled in Bruce Cordell, and uh, Shauna writes really great yep, yep, uh, yep. fiction and just character stuff. Oh, uh, by the way, I don't know why uh, Shauna sent me two copies, but uh, as part of my Kickstarter, I got her novel, but they... Uh, uh, Poison Eater? No, the um, Tomorrow's Bones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got that somewhere. Yeah, but she's, uh, they, she sent me two copies by accident. Um, nice. And they were, they were like, oh, don't send it back i mean keep it and i was like okay but uh do one of y'all want it because i can send it along with the mug wit i need your address and hal i need your address you guys didn't send it to me in uh facebook i will do that now but yeah I, but you I, guys you guys have like a, a narrow time frame both moving right so i gotta we're in a month or so at least sure 
Yeah, well, and I'm... We're just, we're <clears throat> preparing the space for sale. I'm pretty oh. sure I've got that book, but I do have this one, too. Gotcha. So, Thing, you don't... You, you already have? Yeah. Charles Bones? Okay, so Hal or Wit, I can me. send it to you. All right, me, cool. Me, me, me. Get it. Well, Get it. I, yeah, I mean, I'm... Get that, Wit. What? It's good. It'll be good for you. You get that. Yeah. You'll like good. it. Yay! You'll like it. I think I will. I think I will. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so, 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 Hal. All honesty, I'm looking at this as I want to keep. If we can get the money or the equipment that we sold Sandville back, so that it stays out of the hands of the Technic League, that's what I'm about. I'm not looking to oh, circumvent yeah. the law because I'm all about the law potentially get back the things you sold to him in the first place. Well, which law are you about? Your your contractual law, the law of the land, the law of finders keepers? Right. I'd just like to throw out torch in my mind is barely frontier. Yep. So if you just kind of hole up in this place, it's probably going to be fine. Well, especially when half the town was abandoned when the torch went out. Yeah. True, but I also don't want to be like... And just set up shop. No one's going to give a shit. Okay, so I I would like to do that, but I also want to uh, think of this as a potential opportunity to continue his business. In all honesty, as a, as a money making, as a a retirement long term. But ultimately, we're trying to keep this stuff out of the hands of the Technic League. My thinking is, and I don't think I would share this with Alexander right away, is I would like to foster. Uh contacts and communications with the Technic League, not because I'm interested in joining, but because I'm interested in you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. You know there's Just, no future in Torch. In another thousand years or, or, or less, probably that reactor is going to go boom. Yeah, but I plan on as one of my last acts before departing this world, going down and actually... Uh, Entering in the codes to disable the, uh, you know, basically set the reactor to rights so that it isn't in overload mode. The torch would go out, but hopefully they can uh, have found a uh, alternative to their economy by then. But that's long from now. The the goal for now for this session was I was just looking to hole up shop in his house, um, but to see if we can find our equipment and make sure, or let's say we, I, I understand how we're not looking to grift the system. If it's gone, it's gone. But I'm just looking oh, to try oh, to find. Well, uh, honestly, if you guys, I have no problem. I'm not going to be like, no, 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 no. He's managed to pass it on. and blah, blah. No, it's there. It's in his shop. If you guys want to steal it and get it back, that's, it's absolutely up to you. I, I'm not interested in um, overloading our, uh, uh, our backpacks, but I, I don't want it in the hands of the technical transfer to. So that that's my goal. Ultimately, you're going to have to help me remember what you sold to Sandville. Fair. And for now, we can leave that off uh, the grid because I don't think we're going to necessarily. Like I said, the goal wasn't to line my pockets. It was more about keeping it out of the technical. Yeah. I... So Sandville's house is reasonably simple. Most of his stuff is his storefront. There is a large storeroom at the back but also serves as something of a workshop for taking technological shit to pieces. Um, it seems like he had a business in taking tech stuff apart for parts and kind of shipping them out. But yeah, uh, that, the majority 
copy of stuff that you actually sold him is just literally in a box in his workshop. Okay. Along with a bunch of other things, if you're interested in knowing what they are. Yeah, do detect magic around too. Yeah. Since he... You find one biofilter. Are you writing this down thing? Just out of curiosity. Sure. Thanks. That's in addition to the stuff that you also have. Is that time worn or? Yes, it's a time worn biofilter. Assume everything is time worn unless I otherwise say so. You find a pair of, house. You find a pair of cybernetic eyes. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, how good are you at that surgery? I could use some of those. Okay. <laughs> hey, if they're dark vision eyes, we can uh, I, I'm willing to give it a you. shot, although I think we need a lab. Or no, do I I don't need a lab to install it, but I do need the feet or something. That's not cybernetic requires a feet, yes. So a cybernetic eye can be enhanced by cyber art at no additional cost, giving it an unusual color or pattern. When a pair of eyes is installed, the user gets a plus two circumstance bonus on perception checks and a plus four resistance bonus to saving throws against blindness and visual effects. The bonus on perception, blah, 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 circumstance, a pair of cybernetic eyes can be further enhanced by one VMOD at ah, the price which we have the price of twice around VMOD chip price. Yeah. So you'd have to you have to buy VMOD chips specifically for cyber eyes. Oh, okay. I thought we had so some VMOD chips. Have a VMOD goggle that takes one crystal. Gotcha. You need to get the ones that are twice the price for each eye. But you could technically enhance your cyber eyes to have true sight, which is pretty amazing. Ooh, nice. So how does how does Time Warn work with implanted cybertech? That's a good question. We recharge, although most of that stuff doesn't take charges. No, it doesn't. Uh, they don't, you don't take your eyes for a month. You have to roll for a mishap. <laughs> <If you don't, laughs> uh, yeah, I guess every morning when you sleep for twelve hours, you got to wake up. <laughs> with um, cybertech, it's not so so important in the sense that while it's time worn, assuming you can install it, I would suggest the roll happens when it first activates, as in. It's installed, mm -hmm. and then that's when the roll occurs. Uh, okay. Fair. When it comes online for the first time after a thousand years. It, it, it has a connection to a rogue AI, so it's a lot like the uh, um, parts of Vecna, but it's, you know, the eyes right. of the cyber god. Or, it's, yeah. the, it's the Oculus uh, for uh, Oculus uh, Vecna. Iron Gods. <laughs> It's, a, it's the Oculus of Hang on, there's All one right, more cool. thing in here. Oh, yes. There's also a gravity clip Ooh. here. That would go good for a Bully Gup's uh, play, if I recall yeah, right. Um, a gravity clip is a small disc-shaped device that can be attached to any melee weapon. Once mounted, the clip modulates the weapon's mass on the moment of impact via the manipulation of gravity fields around the weapon. Each successful hit gains a target. Against the target consumes a charge from the gravity clip and causes the damage from the hit to resolve as if the weapon were one size category larger. Ooh. That's really nice. Yeah. So that works on any, any weapon pretty much. It's only really an extra die two 
if you think about it, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I guess I, you could do that on your short sword either, either exactly, too. Exactly, right? exactly. But then thing, will, thing casts a large on him, and his large glaive then becomes a huge glaive. Right. And wedges in so, the ceiling promptly. So instead of die, so it would go from a die 10 to a two die six. And then from there, if you cast that gravity clip on there, it would be a die 20 for damage, right? Some crazy shit going on. But it's the like, gravity clip is good. But oh, it, like, it burns one charge for each swing of the weapon or whatever, or a round. Take charges. Plus, it's also time one. So. But if we put it as an enema inside Nicodemus, then all of his claws would do that, right? I mean, just, you know, asking for a thing. Gravity claws. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Witt was even listening to that. <laughs> no, I heard it. Um, okay. so... It has to be attached to a manufactured one. Right. You put it on your gauntlets when you're a mug, you know. Oh, so sweet. let me make sure I heard this right. A gravity clip is a small disc that will attach to a weapon to give so that the weapon has will uh, produce damage as if it was one size larger than it is. Right. So instead of yeah. instead of a die six, it would do a die eight. Instead of a die eight, it would do a die ten. So a star knife. Ooh, actually, that magical returning star knife. Instead of a die four, it could do a die six. <laughs> Hit. Yeah, you'd you'd burn back. through a lot of. Uh... Uh, batteries doing it, but yeah, yeah, would burn through a lot of batteries. Okay. Why would you burn through batteries? What do you mean by that? Each hit, every time hits and does the damage, it burns the charge. So ten charges, and you need to slot a new battery to. Yeah, and these batteries can't be recharged, like in the sun or something, like Wally. -E. And do we have <laughs> so charges for this? Yes, we got lots of batteries. I have quite a bit, but they're used for my they're used for my electric hacking picks and stuff. You're just saying that like it would be inconvenient if in the middle of battle it's like, oh, no more charges. No, then it just dies die four instead of die six. I'm just saying it it, it does extra extra damage for a weapon, but it uses a charge to do it. So it's not a bad thing. It's just that what what weapon would we want to use it on? You know? Yeah, and I mean, you you can turn it off if you don't want to be spending batteries. You don't have don't have to keep using it. Right. I already do multiple attacks, so I can forego this kind of thing. It might make sense for um, if Anita is going to use if Tati is going to use her star knife more. It might make sense for that, or like Hal was saying, bully gup. I mean, it make him yeah sick. He'd be like. It would be like he was using a large glaive all the time. It would, it would yeah. be like he's freaking all anime and shit. I just think it would be really funny if Bully Gulp had it. <laughs> well, it doesn't actually change the size of his glaive. It just means when it hits, it hits with a big surprising smash. Yeah. And it's probably a little better than on a thrown weapon because you're likely to end up throwing one and then to have to switch to other ones so it wouldn't be on the ones you're... Although you do swing well, a lot she got a, throwing she, it. But she, she got a magic one, though, right? Didn't she get a magic one that returns now? I thought. No. Yeah. I think okay. the returning was too expensive currently, if I remember <sighs> right. You're right. Really expensive. Yeah, because we, or at least I, had my calculations off that uh, you had to have plus one and then add returning on top yeah. of that. Now, that now the next, web, next level, I get two feats, and at least one of them is going to be a craft feat. So if I get craft magic weapon, I can start working on that kind of thing. And so wondrous, the wondrous item is always a solid choice. Yeah. It'll increase pulling up to 2d6 if he uses it. 
Right, Perhaps? but then if he's but then if he's enlarged, it goes from two d six to one d twenty, right? So two d six to three two d eight. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Still, that's not too shabby. That sounds three d six and three d eight, four d six, four d eight. I mean, he and Tasha are are uh, Tasha are are um, frontline tanky people. So, and, I, and I'm fr I'm frontline people that aren't tanky. <laughs> and I'm backline. Uh, okay, love a tactical spell and prepare to run, people. I'd just like to say it's a good job your GM designs characters that are effective, unlike some GMs. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, G GMs GMs like to generate victims, not characters. <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm never for that. But, yeah, hey, I'm, I, I'm quite effective with technology. You are. Honestly, I, I looked at this group when we first started and I was like, this is going to be a fucking disaster, but it actually seems to be working quite well. We are a very odd mix, but it does seem to have... <laughs> we... I thought that about the um, the Skull and Shackles group as well. They have a very strange mix of characters <clears throat> and they do okay, although they're at a point right now where they might TPK at any moment. <laughs> Oh, we faced that through this whole first book, so. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, so you're the equivalent of that final fight where you fought the android and it was really quite tough? Robot. Oh, you fought the android. The android Oh, lady. the android lady, yes, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she was like your final fight, right? No, so, we had the we had the guardian robot that kicked our ass more than she did. I thought we yeah, handled her. Well. Yeah, but her channels were, were horrible because they were hitting every member of the party. And, yeah. They were killing them all. So she was she was like your final fight of the book. So the final fight of the book for Skull and Shackles is about to come up. And they're mm. one level lower than they should be because they bypassed everything that they that would have given them experience. That's unfortunate. Oh, See, it, it takes yeah. to be a completist. See, that's what like Dungeon Crawl Classics and old school original D and D and places with like there, there there is completely acceptable to go to a like fight, spy like some of the rooms or listen to the door, be like, holy shit, I'm running. I'm not. And I agree, and that's that's one thing I think is is in my mind D and D fifth edition. The balance is too good, and it's almost impossible to kill the party. Which in my mind means there's no tension, which means there's no drama, which means there's no real story. That's not a fifth edition thing. That's a fifth edition adventure thing. Yeah, okay. Well, I think fifth edition is better because it can. It just depends on how people. Fourth yeah, edition was worse that way. I think. Yeah. It's literally impossible to kill a character unless I stand over him and stab him in the face while he's down. Yeah, or if everyone's ever everyone goes down. Yes, uh, they have to be very unlucky for a whole party to TPK in 5th edition. Whereas in this, you were actually one round away from a TPK with that android. If she got off one more channel, I think I'd have had the whole party unconscious. Yeah, probably. Which probably. We, got, we got, we got, we kind of like pooled our resources. Yeah, you did but it's good. One of, I mean, it's one of those things though, but, 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 but that's the thing with 5th edition and Pathfinder to some extent is there's still this pre- predisposition to be like oh you will be within this level range therefore the encounters are going to be this level range. you know you could be like second level in original D D and run up against a vampire and it's like if you yeah. don't run you're just going to be like well 
pushing daisies. Old like, D&D too, you can just play. You could, you could interrupt parties to keep the wizards from ever relearning spells and, and gradually make them totally useless. Yeah. If you don't let a wizard sleep a, a solid eight hours, they were just like, they would just run out of spells and they were a farmer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, right? Some guy. Just some guy. All right, so we've basically healed up and we've uh, gotten a thing you said you wanted to see. Um, uh, not Kiernan. Uh, uh, Conir? Conir, Vane. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'd like to get his opinion on that uh, power retransmitter. And plus, you know, pick his brain because supposedly he built the Crow Feather Palace with uh, uh, the cleric of. Brian. Yeah, my God. Um, yes. Because uh, um, that's, you know, enchanted magic tech, which is right up my alley. And we never really fully investigated it. Are we system, isn't it? Are, are we the best people to hold on to that? Or should we have the city council put this under the highest guard or hide it? In I the mean, most secret of ways. I mean, that's my character's thinking: is let's make it secret and only have the council know what it is truly. Because this puts in the wrong hands, torch goes out again, and the power is rerouted. Somehow, no, right? No, torch. You have to go actually tell it to actually broadcast the power. This lets you broadcast it farther. True. I'm hoping through examining this that we can actually figure out where she was sending the power and who sent her here. Because that would be a good uh, thing to know and check out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Because we, we talked about that last time and uh, find out what her plans are since we can't really interrogate her unless Tatya has speak with dead yet. I don't know. We can get it. Yeah. And Bully Gap shit made sure she was very, very dead. True. He but androids are robots. Speak with dead is still dead. It's mostly dead, you know, to Blave, you know, that. We could uh, <laughs> have the. She's very dead. She's very dead. So you go see Cunia Bane at the forge. He is working in his forge, producing things. He makes magical items here that merge technology with magic. So he actually has crafting magic feats. Well, he'd have to if he built for the palace. He does have some crafting magic feats. Skyforge. So he stops as you come in and uh, turns to you. And he is uh, happy to see you. Greetings. I, uh, I, I feel I feel a lot better. Th thank you so much. You look a lot stronger, Cunier. It's very good to see. Mm. I, I've taken my position back on the council, and I am working again. And it is it is good. I feel strong again. I I, I thank you greatly for that. Great. How, I hope can I help? No lasting, I hope there's no lasting effects from your unfortunate uh, incident with the uh, the robots. Not nothing I can't get over. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, Val is helpful. She's very caring and uh, considerate. She's 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 looking after me. We left a crate, I believe. Val helped us store it in the in your storeroom uh, previously. Oh, the replay. Yes. Yes, I've been looking at it. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, apparently the android lady left it in the charge of uh, the head of the rope fists, and uh, 
whose name escapes me. Uh, Silver Disc Hall Man. Uh, um, I'd have to go back to my notes again. Uh, guy, guy who probably Gar- hates Gar- Garim. And uh, is apparently Garim Apparently she was stealing the power that powered the torch to send somewhere else. Yes. That, this that, that, would that would do. Uh, I took a quick look when we shut it off, but I couldn't tell where she was sending it. I thought you might know more. Sanville would have been better than I at determining this, but I don't think it would be difficult. I, I have started the process. Um, I think it is it is sending power somewhere to the northwest. Ah. Excellent. Do you know what's northwest of here? I do not know geography, apparently. Well, uh, let, 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 I don't know geography, apparently. Let, let us let us take a look. At what you is can you can still roll for it, Alexander, but uh, you can't hit a roll. Your your roll caps at ten. Right. So with your bonuses and pluses and all that, that's your final. Without being trained in it. Yes. I mean engineering and arcana. I'm great with, but the whole. Uh... But you may have heard things or seen maps, and yeah. your you know eidetic memory would have pulled something up. And but you know Sandville knows the area because he's grown up in this area even better. Well, he he had known the area back when he was alive. Here, have a map of Numeria. Ooh, not, not Numenaria. I want that map. What the, what the hell is that big <laughs> demon thing up in the upper? Ooh. What's that spider robot? I want one of those. What's that spider robot? Scar of the spider. Okay, there's Torch. Torch just slightly to the right of center. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, I see it. Kind of a a small chocolate pudding with a thing coming out the top. (laughs) So so it's a blamage. So so northwest would be Silvermount. It looks more like an olive. It's like an olive shooting fire out of it. Northeast is uh, Scarball. It could be like a, a pimple or a, or a big breast erupting, too, you know. Ew. So, Korea thinks the signal was sent northeast of you. Oh, northeast. I thought you said northwest. I'm sorry. Okay. So, over towards no. Scrapwall or... My fault in the fact that I've drunk this entire bottle of wine. Already? Ooh, wine. Good for you. So, now we get the, we get the real good experience points now. Whoa! Because I've had an entire bottle of wine. I kill the farmers and level up. <laughs> uh, do you think we could determine about how far the vector it was sending along was? Or I think this is possible. I, I think it'll take a second or two. Uh, if you would help, there me. was a range limit, Alexander. I believe it was like a hundred miles or something, right? Uh, sounds familiar. You would know better. I'm just simply remembering what you had told us. We have a info thing on this, I believe. Got a power relay info? Because it could be those. Sorry. It could be those undead ruins. It could be Snarfall. It could be Sunderhorn. Depends uh, on the range, right? Yeah, I don't see it in the. Uh, um... Would it make sense for us to take this with us? Would it be like a. A Geiger counter where it, we would know when we get closer, it would go off and hum more or something. 
I like, can we rig it up to do something like that? Like, I don't think the receiver would uh, react to anything other than if we were sending a power. Um. Hmm. Uh, maximum distance is 150 miles. Okay, that's the max. Yes. Uh, let's take a look at what it's set for. Uh, 28 knowledge engineering? Oh, shit. Okay. Between you and Kunia, mostly you, you <laughs> determine that it's about uh, 100, 105 miles to the northeast. Oh. Which, according to an old map that Kunia has, puts it pretty much in scrap wall. Ah. All right, then. Would, would he recognize the hand symbol that was on the orc's armor and the uh wasn't there like a hand symbol oh no and, and also the gal's pendant yeah the... yep it was i thought we were told that i just don't recall because i thought someone made a religion role on that I, I i have lived here far too long i i don't know much about what goes on outside of torch being part of the council takes up a lot of my time. I'm not, not really aware of these things, as I should be, perhaps. Is that a knowledge local? Sandville would have known. Sandville was much, much more wise than I in these things. He used to travel. He used to have contacts with people like this. Is there any I, way I... you... I'm sorry, go, ahead. Go, go ahead. I cut you off. You go ahead. You're talking. Sorry. It's okay. I uh, go ahead. What, what was it that no. you were thinking about asking him? No, I was just simply going to ask you since I had contacts with merchants based on my profession. I was just going to ask if any of them had seen that. That was my thinking, but um, that was like a side thing as opposed to the whole group. Sort of like, would I be able to determine that asking around the the streetwise, you know, asking around the street? That was my thought, but well, I assume the pink androids pendant was like a holy symbol, so maybe we should ask the clerics more about that part. Yeah, so but do you have knowledge religion, Tatia? I do. Was like, an oracle? Maybe you you might even know. I mean. I have it, but it's shite. I have an ability point in it, but... <laughs> Wit does have knowledge religion, I think. I do. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Let's all pray to the little green I'm imp. I'm so sorry. Give me just a second. little green-haired imp. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hello, Isaac. Isaac. Pray Hello. To the idol. Hello, Isaac. Like... That's what the side of Wit's head looks I like. I will try to aid. And I do not aid because I sulk at religion. It's like, yes, it's the god of masturbation, the hand, that one. Yes. I'm probably worse right? at religion. <laughs> Is that possible? Yeah, shit. I rolled a natural. Maybe Bullygup could take a shot. Well, actually, my intelligence gives me a five with no ranks, but. Pretty bad. Second DCC, there's this ancient elder god, Bug Bug Bills. 
Ancient frog god. What? All right, so so yeah, I tried to aid you, and I just bunged up the thing. I might even have confused you, thinking the the hand symbols the the great elder god of masturbation or something. So you have to uh, you have to do this on your own. How's Isaac doing? He's all right. It's my dog. He's Aww. he. Yeah. My son went to put the the harness on him so that he could take him out on a walk, and the dog bit his hand, and he's got like a really good it didn't like super break the flesh but it has like a really good hole like a big dent in there from where it pinched down with this tooth my dog's not nice <sighs> does he yeah. has he had has he been attacked by anything he doesn't have distemper or anything right usually if they have if they have attitude issues sometimes it's a uh, you know something got in their head you know no it's he is Super, 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 super protective of me. Um, I don't coddle him. He is my dog, and I take care of him, but he sees me as, like, the savior of the world. Sure. And so he's been in here in the bedroom with me, and Isaac came in here to get him, and Isaac came in between That's it. Yeah, his okay. mommy time, and so he was like, Because I was going to say, Isaac's not a stranger. He has your friend. Too. What's yeah. that? That's how I see you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bite. I want to bite everyone around you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time time to get a restraining order on Hal. Weird. Weird. I'm, I'm going to share my misery. I have to go to a dry wedding this weekend. I'm so oh. sorry. Why? Amish people and hippies are the only ones that do that. What do you? Uh, excuse me, hippies. Well, I mean, I guess hippies would cheap. <laughs> I think it's cheap people. No, well, my brother didn't have booze at his wedding. We were all like, should we get in or should we be respectful? Yeah, do, doesn't that just mean there's no official booze supplied? I mean, I said the wine rack. Like, why is the why is the sister of the groom keep like? Pulling your boob up. I mean, wine rack. That's where the. That's where you snuggled it. Sneaked that in. Oh my god, my daughter was so cute. She thought that everybody was a Disney princess because they were all in pretty dresses. Oh, that's so cute. She, <laughs> so she goes running out onto like the dance floor when they're announcing the party, and she's like, because she thinks she's freaking Disney World or but something. That, but that's so. But that's not inappropriate. It yeah, was like so a little kid that goes out there that is she was so excited everyone thought that was cool oh yeah i mean even if it was a dry wedding it was still really cute it was a good wedding so it's not all bad hal besides if you think it's gonna be that bad just take your own booze yeah look at the look at the bright side the, be the beer in texas is only three percent or something right so that's right. not true but, but bring a couple hip flasks and you can be a hero that's right. Oh, it's not like I don't own I own like a bunch of those. I have enough for every pocket for a <laughs> case around here somewhere. Well, That's see, amazing. the thing is, is that you buy them whenever you go to the liquor store because it's just like going to the grocery store and they have all the snacks and candies right there. You're like, oh, it's only like a dollar fifty for this little double shot of. <laughs> I'll like, take a three. I don't I'll take know. A three musketeers and the. Uh, some Austrian cinnamon whiskey, and you're like, yeah, I'll get <laughs> these. Like, or I, just like throw in, 
This is the wedding of my replacement, Whitney. Oh, wait, you can replace Whitney? How, how is that even possible? No, it's not possible. Lies. I just want you to know I tried to come back to Houston and be like, there can only be one Highland. But uh, it just didn't work. I instead I'm going all the way. Blame Evan for all my misery right now. You can blame right. Evan for your but you, misery. But you need to fill. You need to fill more. You need to fill more dental videos, Wit. That's. Oh. I totally head backward. That's the key. I watched that video and I was like, <laughs> why are my eyelashes so like eyelashes, eyelids so lazy? They're just like. She had she had two hours of sleep and half baked, right? That was it. Oh, winky. It was like take a shot every time Whitney does a winky. You just be wasted. You would, you would totally. She either wants to get us all drunk or she's having a seizure. Not sure, but hit a drink. Everybody was like, have you done acting before? And I'm like, are you trying to make me feel less stupid about this? Because I feel really dumb. Hey, wait. They now use it in four cla- four separate classes. Uh, hey, where's her, where's her freaking royalty check then? <laughs> That's it. What the hell, man? I, that, that, under other duties as and when assigned. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> wait, wait, you can just film videos of her as other Jesus assigned? <laughs> Aww. Sure. What happens if Replacement Whitney it watches these? Or if something happens to Replacement Whitney? <laughs> Lesser Whitney? I don't know. Hey, what's that red dot? <laughs> <laughs> he He's the... Uh, Whitney free trial version. Oh it's God. like <laughs> you gotta you gotta put on the unlock code to uh, get out of the trial version. I'm sorry, but your Apple Care has expired. <laughs> it's like, it's like the vanilla version. <laughs> oh, this poor Would thing. you like to purchase the extended warranty? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told you what the hygienist said, right? I love them. I know you did. So at, at the at the uh, graduation after you left, oh. they were all asking, they were all asking about how how what you were doing and where you were and all of that stuff, and, and they were just like, "So what's the name of your new assistant?" And he'd been there eight months. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh. So that's, so that's that's one but step like, below the. Oh. That's one step below the red stapler guy. I don't have an assistant. (laughs) I was never Hal's assistant either. I was never my assistant. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, You know what? Maybe that's something I could do when I'm in Reno is I can like do online college because what what else am i going to do like go to the university of sacramento <laughs> but but <laughs> but, but nurse but nurse when you i go to the your, you should finish your college shit in something education because you're really good at it i yeah. love it oh my god like you you have it i i tell people all the time it's like you know i really love Devin enough that i left a job that i really wanted to stay at 
so much I cried when I left. Oh, did you cry? You were uh, there. You watched me. I'm like getting in my car and I'm like, it's fine. I'm just like, oh, he I'm thought that was he thought, he thought that was the Houston humidity doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I want to go with you. Take me. Take me with you. I'm going to marry me too. Oh my goodness. I mean, like, this was a job that I loved so much. I got married and my husband went to work, like, right after we got married, literally. And I then I was like, I want to go back to the office. And Hal's like, you just got married, dumbass. Don't do that. <laughs> like, spend the afternoon to yourself. It's like, okay. <laughs> so how did I how did I spend it to myself? I went and got hot dogs with Hal. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. I've already oh, been married cool. once. It does after the first time you're like, fuck it. <laughs> it doesn't so, matter. It's, it's, a, it's a try it's a trial period. It's a beta. It's a beta yeah. test. You okay. do all that fancy stuff you wanna do, and then the second time you're like fuck <laughs> good. I'm good. Oh oh, I God. totally should have cast Technomancy before I uh, tried to uh, knowledge that. Uh, yeah, you rolled like a 97. Let's well, play yeah, some what the game. Oh, All yeah, right, let's... so we saw Conyer Bane. He's telling us to go to the northeast of town, 100 miles to Scrap Wall. That's where the oh, power is whoa. going towards. Yeah, that's where they were, where the android was sending the power. Okay. And so... So with, telling, with Conyer knowing this, should we have the council convene and talk about what we should do because there's an active group that did this they may try to come back and deactivate torch again so maybe, maybe. the council's interested in hiring so, us again to help hmm? little scratch I, I i got up to the headphones the one thing that you can know and Alexander can tell you is that this power relay is really really rare so assuming they can keep keep it protected it's not going to happen again very regularly or in fact at all yeah they probably don't have a lot of these is it blocked by lead because we found it pretty easily with detect magic but if we can block it by lead, but still have it do its power relay, then I think we can effectively hide it. Well, if power relay, we just turn it off, right? Store it in a box. No one's ever going to find it. Yeah. yeah, but detect magic could, unless it's covered by well, dirt it's, it's or magical. stone or magical. Yeah. Uh, Technomancy could find it because technomancy can find. Okay. It yeah, I, 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 I'm just trying to insert my expertise and I think we should hide it. Like the council should know but only a couple that we trust in the council and we should hide it so that no one tries to yeah. benefit from this. I mean it's too big for us to carry with or too heavy for us to carry with us and it's limited use and we're uh, it's too expensive to sell. It's too expensive to sell. Right. Technically in the game it's priceless. I mean, it's it's a it makes a great retirement item if we live that long. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we could potentially expand this town to be 
like an electrical. Well, I mean, what you could do is relay power from the torch to something else that you own. Right, exactly. Like and, if we actually get a crafting lab or a. Or, you know, fabricated androids that are fabricated, fabricated androids that are workers or an army. Yeah. Oh, when I actually get a robot lab to make my robot army before Bully Gup destroys them. <clears throat> well, he might not necessarily need to know. Good luck with that. He has grenades. <laughs> I'm sure there's a chip for that somewhere. Um, oh, Tornir might. No. Um, so Sandville had a what? There's chat going on, just FYI, in case you want to keep an eye on it. Oh, crap. I just uh, went over to the users to see who was a user. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Chat. Ah, ah, ah. Just to keep an eye on it, players. What were you saying, Thing? Um, so Sandville had a skill slot installed. Would Kunir know who might be capable of installing such uh, cybernetic items? I, I'm I'm afraid I don't think there's anyone in Torch that can install that. We we don't have the lab to do it. It's probably the Technic League. Need a cybernetics lab to install cybernetic stuff, right? Oh, uh, unfortunately. So you need to find a cybernetics lab or build one. And he wouldn't happen. You wouldn't happen to know where one might be found. Uh, not, not that it's safe to use. No. What about what about the uh, spinny arms with the medical uh, tables that we saw in the. You know, the, the very dangerous place that we don't want to tell the normal populace about. More medical than cybernetics? Well, we think it was medical, but medical and cybernetics are kind of together, right? I don't know. But, it, but might then be, we need to... it might be easier to enhance that to be a cybernetics lab than the back room of Sandville's house. Just saying. But we need that and a probably a skilled cyberneticist to actually perform the install and a trustworthy one. I give it time, Alexander. I think you can do it. And if you think you can do it, you can. If you think you can't do it, you're also right. Right, but it's rather... would be rather clumsy to try and do it to myself in a mirror. Well, that... Yes. It would be difficult for him to install something surgically in the back of his own head. Although if I could build a surgeon robot and then have the robot install it before Bully yeah, Gup destroys it. Do that, but just make sure Bully Gup's elsewhere. Right. Yes. So so one of the listeners are saying, uh, you know, we need trial and error practice and some volunteers, air quotes. So if there are people that are like, wow, you mean I'll be able to see into the dark after this, Mr. Alexander? Yes, little Johnny. Yes. I'll go see in the dark. Yeah, we'll just, we're just going to put you unconscious and uh, 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 Tati, can you pass me that spoon, please? You now have a pair of cyber eyes. So, I mean, that and the skill slot, you need a cyber lab so you can install this there stuff. There you go. Yes. Well, that gives me some more goals. <laughs> Lawful neutrals, just like uh, Spock, right? Just, uh, it's logical that we should remove his 
So before we mount an expedition out to scrap wall, it was a robot a robot fabricator that was downstairs. Right? Yes, but it was a little damaged. Yes, it was producing the bad robots. And I think their programming was bad. I'm starting to suspect that it wasn't just time worn. That perhaps something at some point did give them bad programming, and maybe that caused all the damage. Long ago, we could always go. We could always go back down there off camera, and you could check the history logs. Skynet. Mm. Um. Before we mount an expedition to Scrap Hall, would you want to go to Silver Disc Hall and see if we need to clean up any loose ends there? Well, I think the council should know the shenanigans that he's been up to so that he doesn't counter the council against us. He's semi-ups. So, so the guy that was uh, in charge of the gambling hall that we uh, that went invisible that... Garmin you know, Ulrath? Yeah. yeah. So he got uh, away, right? And he's yeah. kind of a, a quote, quote, upstanding member of society. We don't want him going to the law and saying, they attacked my men in the warehouse and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we have actually evidence to the contrary that he was working towards working he's against. he's a bad the, guy. Yeah, well, he was working against Torch and that he was essentially treasonous. So Well, he was working with the uh, pink haired lady, or at least hired by her. I mean, there is a rumor that the true master of the rope fists is the Technic League. It could be allied with it, although Sandville did not bye, think there bye, were any bye, other bye, agents bye. of the Technic League besides himself in, in town. Yeah. Yeah, the Technic League, but I think that this guy is the one that is uh, still alive and in charge, though his forces are probably dwindled. We just want to make sure that he doesn't work the council against us and work against our reputation. So we should incriminate him immediately, and we have proof. Yeah. So We have proof? Yes. What proof do we have? We have our word. I mean, yeah, other than that. All of our word. Yeah. I mean... He I was mean, lurking in the corner of a warehouse we broke into to steal this technical device. I agree that we should say something it. because it's better to be, like, to be, to, to talk about this instead of be on the defensive about it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, why not? Might as well. We have, We have a member of the council here to speak with if you want. Yeah. All right. Since yeah, we, we, I thought we did mention this item to... Uh, I am a member of the council. Yeah, well, we also mentioned it to um, Raga, Dolga, Freder. Right. So we mentioned it to her, too, when we first retrieved it, I thought. I can't recall. I remember we hit it, but I can't remember if we... I, I can't swear to it. So, we'll, what are you so, so, yeah, so we'll, uh, I'll retcon oh. that. I thought we told her, but I'm not sure now. Did Anita just disappear to you guys too? What happened? Oh, oh Anita just, yeah, she's, uh, she winked out. She said she's been having some connection issues. I suspect, oh. I suspect it's Isaac streaming porn again. <laughs> I think so. I mean, ultimately, if he keeps his dicks under 12 inches, it'll be fine. But, I mean, once he gets the ball oh, it's just she's still on audio, and you just got her goods. She's horrified. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not only that, but, I mean, I've got 
Twitch going on on my tablet over here. So like, yeah, I'm gone, but I'm watching it. And I'm just like, you motherfuckers. How's Isaac doing, Witch? You know, Isaac's actually doing really well. He behaves a lot better when he doesn't have Fortnite. And he... I've never played Fortnite. What is it about it that makes him behave differently? I, I think it's just because it's so popular and there's so much hype on it and all the kids are doing it. And it's frustration. It's fucking it's a, frustration. It's a free game, but a lot of people want to play in the events and technically you can win money. And it's got like you have cool. I like, I mean, it's a game. It's, it looks like it's fun to play. Um, but some people really get wrapped up in the culture of it. And there's people that just play it all the time and they're streaming all the time playing it. I'm like this. And they know all the maps and then it's like, boom, you're dead. Okay, crap. Okay. So I'll spawn. Oh, hey, there's something over there. Boom, you're dead. Well, I didn't even take a step. It's like, you know, spawn. Boom, you're dead. I mean, I can't say that I'm particularly interested in ever playing it. It's not necessarily my style of game. Uh, But my kiddo really liked it. I think it was just that because it was so competitive uh, that it was making him really aggressive. And so whenever it would come time to not play, it was really hard for him to get off like yeah he just he couldn't stop and so it just wasn't it wasn't good for him so it's like you know what maybe maybe we'll try doing a little bit of electronics time here and there and we'll play something nicer like your new luigi's mansion game uh playing pathfinder uh he really wants to play Pathfinder Kingmaker on the PCs. Freaking awesome. You could do this with. You could run a little game for him. Yeah. I've talked to him about it. I told his friends that I would do it. <laughs> the, other option, the other option that's easier for you is board games. Yeah. You know what, though? All you do There's is some... you set the setting. You have the lights down low and have some candles on the table and you talk the story or whatever and just make it that little extra something and then... They'll just be all into that shit. They're like, oh, this is spooky. Just, this is just like don't stranger try to things. Introduce everybody in the Saturn in the tavern. That's I right. would absolutely I wish I would do I could do it here. It's just we're only gonna be here for eight more weeks now. And that's, then that's, that's eight that's, sessions. No, is is uh, Isaac handling the idea of moving away from his friends and stuff? Uh, well he's not he's not yet, right? Though he's got more time to deal with it. He's staying there and uh He'll well, he'll be coming to Houston with me. Oh, okay. Um, uh, in May. So I, yeah, whenever that happens, um, I mean, he's okay with it because he knows he can come up here and visit them through the summer. And then whenever it, because he's homeschooled, he can travel easily. I, mm. uh, and it's, he, he's used to flying by himself. He's done it flying, but, mm. uh, to stay with my mom, uh, during the summertime and then coming back to me, I. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't mind flying to visit his friends. And because there is online gaming, he's been looking into other games that he could play with his friends that aren't quite as what he calls it now annoying as Fortnite. Because now it's annoying. And I'm like, 
yes, it is annoying, son. It's very yeah, annoying. He'd be good at it. So, yeah. No. And you, he keeps asking me, he goes, Mom, when are we going to get a desktop? And I went, well, I want to get one for you. But now that we know that we're definitely moving soon, I don't think that right now is the time to just get right on that. However, when we go to Mimi's, she has a desktop computer. So you can do that there. And he's like, oh, so. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. So you could run a game. You, I mean, even then, you could play this, dude. You could have like Roll20 going and all of that. You could play with his buddies. I mean, you've watched Stranger Things. It could be those kids. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, that would be great. Like, you know, breaking people's skulls with his mind. You know, that kind of... Kids on bikes. <laughs> uh, that is a great little system. It's a great system. It's really good. There's actually a role-playing game called Kids on Bikes. It's actually really great. It's about, like, 80s kind of kids on bikes doing adventure stuff. I mean, that kind of was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a role-playing system about it. Was it was the 90s. Too, we used to hop on our bicycles and we'd ride around and we'd go to the ditch and we'd be like, We're gonna live out the ditch forever, we're gonna catch crawdaddies. And we, yeah, that that was uh, that was uh, share your location. What house had all mm -hmm. the bikes in front of it, you know? Uh huh. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? Um, oh, does well, can I, you I, still I, have the remains of that repair drone? Yeah. It's been taking it to pieces, oh. but yes, he does. Do you need it? Uh, no, I was just thinking it, we could try and repair it with Make Whole if uh, that, although now I'm wondering if Make Whole will actually do that or if I need Greater Make Whole. You might need the Greater version for a robot. Because Greater Make Whole references technology, but that's because it came out with the technology guide because Make Whole. Yeah. So, so they did a lot of kind of backtracking when the tech stuff came mm. out, and they were just like, there's spells that could be super useful at really low levels, so we're going to basically nerf the shit out of that. Yeah, I mean, because Make Whole will fix magic so, items, but... I would suggest it's... Oh, hello. Oh. How did she get there? Did you have the gate open? Juniper has escaped from the dog run and is in the backyard. Uh oh. So you're happy about Hopefully this. Hopefully, the backyard is closed off. So, we have a dog run that comes out of the garage. So, they can live in the garage and there's air conditioning. And then they can go with the dog run and do their thing. Hmm. And then there's a gate that comes into our actual yard and appears Juniper was in the actual yard. How did you get out there? She she used her dexterous fingers to unlock the gate and somehow get through. Disable device natural twenty for a dog. She, she ordered a pizza and waited for the uh, delivery guy to unlock the gate. <laughs> cutting, it's a cutting plan. Actually, she ordered a pizza and waited for the guy to unlock the gate. That's a good one. Oh my gosh! I'm just like trying to imagine. Like I actually know what that space looks like. How? I don't know. Paul, uh, Leo's been doing yard work, so it's possible that the gate wasn't quite as secure as it should have been, or what have you. Mm. Gotcha. Or uh, there's neighbor's dogs that are planning a grand escape. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. All right. So let's see, what do we have left? 
So I, I, I'm thinking if, I, I think that we should follow this lead to the Northeast, but I think that we should do it with the blessing and financial backing of the council. Because they, I would think, agree that there is an external threat that we should investigate, right? I right. think that's a good idea. Make sure that we can gather everything that we can before we head out on our adventure. Adventure! Quest! All right, let's go do like horses. this thing. Like horses. All right, let's go to uh, check in with the bosses. What, who are you checking in with? The bosses. Well, we thought we might be able to have Conier get us a, uh audience with a select few of the council that, are, that he thinks is trusted. He can create a special committee or a special council session, I would well, imagine. What, five of them all together or something? Yeah, but no, I don't know. I don't know all of them or if they're all uh, trustworthy or... We know him and Dolga. The Technic League, we don't know, so... <laughs> Sandal was pretty sure he was the only one in, in only agent in here, although if they're keeping a secret from him. Splinter Cell, secret groups are like that. Oh. So yeah, I mean, whatever he thinks. If he has people that he can trust, I think we should get uh, I'm looking to see if we can get something out of like the council as like an official um, sanction or you know, try to score some kind of award because reward because I'm thinking that we want to look into this from the perspective of the safety of the town because it's our um, livelihood is tied to the torch remaining lit as well, right? Um, well, now you're on a shop and a house. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Oh, you you're you're welcome to try and sell them on that. That's your forte. It's it's my four. It's it's Tatia's forte. She has a twenty-one charisma or whatever. <laughs> I Kinnear is is talking to you. I, I could speak to the capsule in that that I, I would greatly appreciate if you um, investigated the issues to the northeast. But but I, I, there's nothing else I can promise. I mean, they, clearly someone came from here to try and. Steal our power, I guess. Steal the power of the torch for whatever they're doing. Uh, I, I, I suspect that something is going on there, but I, I wouldn't wouldn't expect you to travel that way. But it would be greatly appreciated if you figured out what was going on. Clearly, something is occurring over there. So you don't think it would benefit us to talk to the council right now? The rest of the council speak for the council in the sense that. Yes, I could convene them if you wish, but that would be a long day of talking about things that don't necessarily matter, when I think what is actually important is someone came in from what I suspect is scrap wall and attempted to steal the power of the torch for some reason. Sounds that's good. What, that's what the that's evidence enough for seems me. to point to. Let's go! Uh, should we, do you think we should do something about Golan Arath? I, I think that uh, I, we're all aware of how nefarious he has been, and uh, he's possibly fled the town. If he hasn't, then uh, we'll find him and we can deal with him. As, as long as his reputation doesn't work against us in some way, um, that this, was our concern. This way we have a enemy at large that has a grudge against us, which is thematically appropriate to heroes, I believe. That's right. That's how adventure works. Besides the technically. 
Of course, we were all against you at all times. We, he called, he said, we, he's part of them. Kill him. <laughs> the GM's part of the Technic League? Oh. <laughs> he just said, he just said, we. All right. Okay, so we can head out, but uh, maybe the, maybe we can be granted some uh, horses to make the trek. I'd like to be granted some horses. I've got a please. mule. I have two things: my left foot and my right foot. I wish I could ride my cat. You can't. You can't. I wish I could ride your cat too. But Cast a large person on the cat. We could all ride the cat. Bandits are going to be like, "Okay, here comes an ambush!" Wait, holy shit! They're on a giant fucking cat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, chat, chat, chat has a question. Ah, wasn't I going to I do a religion oh. roll about the hand god? Yes, 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 I was. But did we? I thought somebody said that was rubbish. No, I was oh. rubbish. Tried tried to, to, to help you was rubbish. I tried to help you, and my roll was uh, just below the belly of a snake while riding on sand. Ah, uh, yeah. The- do that. So Thank you very you, much, girl. not Jim Artis. It's all you, Oracle Girly Girl. Girl power. Ah. What? How did, she, how did she roll my knowledge religion check? She clicked on my it. form. That's funny. You want to click? Oh. <laughs> you want to click on your form because I'm my looking form, at your form uh, right I, now. I, I have I have I'm a plus. I, I have a plus one. I'm not useless, but <laughs> I was like, why isn't this clicked? Oh fuck it, whatever. I'll figure <laughs> that out later. <laughs> oh, I did worse on mine, anyways. Oh, <laughs> Sad, sad day. We're just, we're just, we're just heathens in the south. Maybe we should ask the friendly doll of the cleric of Bry. Oh my gosh! Yeah, since, <laughs> since we have no idea, we know, we know, we know, we know it's not uh, uh, Denza or Am- Asmodeus. <laughs> so I think Chad uh, is disappointed. <laughs> I retract. <laughs> I retract my retraction. Yes, the only retraction this is is a, a, the sphincter. Oh Jesus! And the wizard <laughs> nails it. The wizard. You still have no idea what this symbol means. But I'm untrained, so. Yeah, that's possibly true. So, Cornelia uh, uh, is is interested. If you intend to travel the scrap wall. Uh, I would suggest that you you head towards uh, Aldrinard's grave. It is a it is a, a fort opposite Scrapwall, and uh, a potentially a good place to act as a, a base for your um, forays there. Uh, a grave across the river. It's, it's a fort, uh, a place of security, perhaps. It's on the west bank of the Selen River, uh, across from Scrapwall. It is a fortress. Um, apparently, I believe it's currently unoccupied, but it may have some people there. Fortresses are so never. It's unoccupied. a fortress that's not held by. Hmm. It is the fortress of Sarumray. 
Saruman? Saruman Ray. Oh, okay. That's a good person, right? Saruman Ray is the god of the goddess of the sun. Ah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a good person. Oh. Okay, because of the sun is good. Okay. I'll take your word for that. As oh Kieran God. from the Shadowfell is like skeptical of this statement, but okay. <laughs> Shadow Kieran. That's right. Should, should we should we go about town to see if anybody has business up near Scrapwall they would like to send us on missions for to pick up, you know, side quests. Would you like to send us to Scrapwall? That would be great. So hashtag side quest. Do you, do you well, need hey, letters Kiernan, delivered to Yeah, Kiernan's business. We might have deliveries to make as a cover to see I mean, do our mission. Influence. Right? They're, they're in vital short supply of Numerian fluids. We need to take these quickly to scrap all. Right, this addicts what need some addiction medication. What is <gasps> the name of the place that would make a good base? Aldrin's grave. Okay. Aldrin's grave. Is it not on that map? No, it's just opposite Scrap Wall. So across the river from Scrap Wall. So okay. fall. It's spelled A L D R O N A R D. A L D R O M A R D apostrophe S grave. Oh, I almost had it right. West of River from Scrapwall. So we're just going to pretend it's on the map, but it's not actually like pictured on the map. It's over the river from Scrapwall. Okay. It would be a good base of operations if you didn't want to just turn up in scrap wall. So if we go west, or sorry, go east to the Selen River and then just follow that up, we'll probably run into it. Probably. Unless there's a caravan I mean, or something heading there north. Is there a reason for us not to hit this yeah. town surrounding it? or? So, if you can make me a lo knowledge, knowledge local. Knowledge. <laughs> uh, I could attempt that. I, I'm trained in it, but I don't know if I'm how good I am. 19? Ooh. Good so, uh, you're aware that Scrapwall is a town that is filled with. Um, it's, it's a town that's contested by a number of gangs. Ooh. Harder town. Uh, the area is um, quite violent. It's very um, confrontational. It's not necessarily the best place just to kind of walk in and go, hi, I'd like some, some oranges, please. So the, the idea of the place is um, it's, 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 not a, it's not the best place to just walk into. So the suggestion of having a a base of operations outside of town isn't necessarily a bad one. Sounds good. We don't want to... Uh, I'm thinking this is probably a clandestine mission anyway, and we want to probably have our activities be on the object of trade with Conier's business as opposed to uh, 
what our real objective is. Should we be being disguised then as merchants or wandering minstrels or something? Well, I think you should disguise yourself as wandering minstrels. That's where my money's going. Yeah, because that'll be much more easy for us to fake than just who we appear to be, and that is a I will get a stick. Of... I'll get a stick in a bucket. <laughs> I could totally pass off as a, a merchant because that's who I interface with all the time as part of my daily life before I met with uh, you, lovely folk. <laughs> Well, luckily, I can pass for any humanoid, which is a quite a big list. Is that because you have a hat? Because he hat has a hat. Out of disguise. Hey, he just learned how to wear pants last week. Put too much <laughs> on his disguise skill. Yay! <laughs> He's a dirty robot. A dirty robot. A dirty Android. There's there, there's a safe Whatever. there's a safe word in that programming. Find it. <laughs> blue probably. dolphin, blue dolphin. All of a sudden he shuts off. Probably pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to get myself a ram doubler. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, are we able to secure horses? Because I don't, I have some gold, but I did spend a lot on uh, new shiny equipment, so I don't know how much I have left. You're too good to walk? So expensive? Oh, I got more gold than I thought. I marked it all off when I did it. Do now, I, do I have, have enough for a jetpack for myself <laughs> in Nicodemus? Excuse uh, <laughs> me, guys. I'm going home. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fess out. <laughs> <laughs> it is the way. <laughs> Back, please. <laughs> yes. Well, what's that? Like a, like a jetpack? I mean, a jetpack is a thing, actually. <laughs> and you can get a carriage for 100 gold. Yeah, you can get a cart and a horse. Is there any trade with Scrapwall? Would there be, you know, a caravan or anything heading up that way? Or? There is trade with Scrapwall, but it is reasonably few and far between. The problem with Scrapwall, it's literally at war with itself at the moment, so it's not really that stable. Sounds like a good place for us then. Ooh, a dog yeah. sled's only yeah, 20 we're, gold. We're not exactly all stable, so it totally makes sense. Ooh, right? dog sleds, but would they get along with my cat? No, they wouldn't, because they'd be really angry about dragging you across a terrible rocky plain filled with bits of metal. <laughs> That's what the whip's for. That's what the really? whips are for. But if you put the cat out in front, then they'll just chase the cat without the whips. No! So they'll double their movement. The dogs oh, will have fun trying to chase the cat. That is not even how that would work. Just so we all know, everyone knows that whenever the cat comes into the scene, it wraps the dog one time in the face. The dog goes, "All right, you're the boss," and that's it. Let's the get it on. Always <laughs> wins. The cat is always the winner. But the thing is, is that that's the point, though. The cat is out front, and all the dogs are chasing the cat. Therefore, the sled rides double movement. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you I guys think... DM hack right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to get mules, they're only eight gold. So you know. The hell's like, I hate this fucking group, I tell you. These people. What the fuck am I doing right now? I could be asleep. <laughs> so, a light horse will cost you 75 gold. What else can we get? A mule for eight gold. A mule for eight gold. I've got That's one, it? and I've got Artax. 
That's true. We do have our text them. Oh, our text do I have different mule? kinds I of horses awesome. I could choose from? Yeah, there's Frank the horse and Ted the horse. Thanks, you dick. Okay, I want Ted. <laughs> <laughs> there one? Ted's real name is Chad. Frank. <laughs> Frank and Ted. <laughs> and Bully Gup will just hop along. With anyone, he's only I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. Re, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm gonna rename him. I'm gonna name him Kernarf, which is straight <laughs> backwards. <laughs> a mule will cost you eight gold, and actually, will cost you seventy-five. Yeah. That's why I bought a mule at first level. You could probably buy a carriage with a couple of mules. Hold on, wait. Wouldn't it just be Narf? Narf because yeah. K and N make Narf. So, yes, and I'm, I'm naming Narf. him Narf, which is Narf. <laughs> so you're so now, so, now, so now we're Narf. So now we're getting into uh, so now we're getting into some Thundercat shit here. So when uh, Alexander <laughs> awakens them, you'll be like Narf, Narf. Oh. <laughs> anyway, squirrels are only one gold. How many squirrels would we need to pull a cart? A lot. Oh, it's uh, rabbits, right? That's what uh, that's what the wizard in Lord of the Rings used, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my god, I hated that so much. That was the Hobbit. It was the Hobbit. You're, you're right. It was the Hobbit. It wasn't <laughs> even the like, Hobbit. It was, it was the... Radagast. It was the. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like the movies weren't the worst thing in the world. I just didn't understand why they took this small book I enjoyed as a child and turned it into this massive three movie saga. Money. I was like, I've read this for like summer reading in sixth grade. <laughs> Ooh, Capybara is only one gold. No capybaras are pulling oh anything. So funny. So yes, I, I've managed. I, I can watch the Lord of the Rings. I can tolerate the fact that Arwen is a piece of shit and changes the entire story. <laughs> but the Hobbit, I've got to the middle of the second movie, and I can't get past it because it's total shit. You're just like, I don't understand. What are they doing with this story? I mean, it's no Zardoz. <laughs> There's characters that are in it that should be dead. There's characters that don't exist in the book that have just been randomly created out of Peter Jackson's asshole that don't need to actually be there. There's pointless scenes that don't need to be there. It's just awful. It's terrible. Yeah, it's nobody wanted a reprise of Lord of the Rings. We wanted The Hobbit. Right. The Hobbit should have been a single, tight movie that was based on the book. The fact that he added characters that didn't need to be there just, just, just didn't, is a testament to the fact that he is filled with hubris. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was just like, this could have been cool. No. no and then no. you decided to turn it into three movies. <laughs> Let's have some elf on dwarven sex. That's basically all he wanted. Well, don't we all? Let's say. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not, you know, I'm not hundred percent certain. <laughs> Maybe I mean, eighty-five. Like, I'm not going to discriminate or anything, but eighty-five <laughs> percent sure that's okay. But you know, I just didn't that like that it wasn't the book because that, to me, I was like, oh, this is the part of this story that I've read because I never read the Lord of the Rings books, but I read The Hobbit, and then I saw the movies, and I was like. 
This is not the, the book I've read. <laughs> yeah, but if you read it now, it'll be the novelization of the movie, so that will be the book. That's, but that's not what I want. <laughs> no. All right, so I, I apparently uh, riled up Hal after a bottle of wine, so that's never a good thing. <laughs> I just have lots of issues with the Lord of the Rings movies, and then they made The Hobbit, and it was just, it was unassailable for me. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> literally took a book that was two hours in a movie and turned it into nine hours of a movie through the fact that some big hairy tosser decided he was better than the original author. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like... No, I'm not a big fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure some people think they're amazing, but honestly, The Hobbit is a total disaster as a movie. So if you've never read the book, maybe. Honestly, the book in my mind is a children's book. Yeah, that was way overdone for a children's book. I don't know. I, I don't so think that any of the characters got like... It, it wasn't nearly as meaningful or as powerful every one of their stories with the way that they did it in the movie. And it was... It was just not. It, it was bad because it wasn't the fucking story. Right. That's why it was. <laughs> it was like, what if we decided to take the Hobbit and just go. <laughs> and fuck up the ending. So. I didn't even get that far. I got as far as Lake Town and the bullshit that goes on there. And I'm like, this is just. Totally no, shit. like the battle on the frozen river waterfall thing pissed me off, and I was just like, Argh! I think I got that far. <laughs> well, I think that they wanted to embellish. Spoiler alert! They wanted to <coughs> embellish how Thor and Oakenshield actually bought it, right? Which I thought was really good. Actually, I like that part. Mm. Anyway, I think that we essentially are going to secure provisions, secure horses, make our under the pretense of doing trade in the context of Conier Bain and seeing if there are any contacts he has there. I have no idea if he has any ledgers or books that might give us clues in his shop as to who his contacts might be. Sandville. What did I say? Conier Bain? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sandville. So if Sandville has any books or ledgers or any type of accounting things that would say who he does trade with or who he sold what to. It might give us clues on who to make contacts with and uh, do trade with if we had to. I'd just like to throw out don't listen to chat right now. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm watching it. Are you, are you, are you talking? <laughs> I think that that's more your style, Kiernan. Oh, I don't, I don't. I don't steal from the innocent. There's a definite code of honor there. There's a, there's a heavy, there's a heavy, heavy law aspect to my character. It's just I'm a sure that poor, poor cerebric fungus would have a different opinion. Yeah. Oh, you mean the one that friend. was? You mean the one that was going to kill the town? That's supposition. He was a hungry child that was learning about the world, and you killed him for it. He was projecting that, oh, 
I think I'll go see if it hurts to pull arms off of small children and drink their blood. Surely that would be fun for me as he goes off his merry way and we decided to stop him. He probably would have gotten full before he got through the village of Skulks, even. Right? I mean, one or, one or two kids and he'd have been completely that full. He was only small. Exactly. Well, you know. I'm fine treating enemies that way. Innocent people. That is a different right, but he wasn't an enemy until you decided he was. But that's my that's my that's that's my that's my prerogative. Noted. All right, Voldemort. That's right. Oh, there is no yeah. good or evil, only power, and those too weak to seek it. <laughs> I thought that was already empty, oh, Hal. No. Look at Hal. Oh god, he's uh, hopefully he's freeze framed the video or he's got a problem. <laughs> so we should probably talk to the cleric and see if he knows anything about Scrapball too, since we've at least know him pretty well. He's moving. Has he, I don't think he's been drinking. I'm looking at his throat. No, I think he just <laughs> screenshotted himself. No, he's moved. <laughs> there he goes. He had some good, uh, he had some good uh, hang time on that Merlot there. <laughs> Hal's like, this yeah, is good. I, I do have one other idea of stuff to do on our way out of town. What's that? Well, I, I think we should talk to the cleric and see if he has any information of Scrapball since he's a good associate. But I, I'd also wouldn't mind taking a closer look at Crowfeather Palace as we're heading out of town because we didn't really actually examine that. And it's, you know, Crowfeather Palace. Magic and technology. It is quite magical and quite technological. I don't know if that's worthy of our time at the moment, but. It's worthy if I could, you know, take it apart and figure out how it works and or salvage parts out of it. And yeah, that would take a week, right? Well, depends on how how tidy I'm being and how well defended it is. If we don't really care about Torch and aren't going to come back, I don't see a downside. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to say no, but I just don't know if that's worth our time, but okay. I mean, we can talk to the cleric if, if, if you... Oh, yeah, talk to the cleric, that. sure. I don't know if he's, you know, if we've known anything. Hello. Worshippers of Bry. Welcome to the Temple of Bry. Hello. We are preparing to journey to Scrapwall and wanted to see if you had any information about the locale or... Oh. I, I hear it's dangerous in Scrapwall. That there are gangs. I would be very careful. Thanks for I, the I advice. Have a, friend there. Hmm. A, a friend. Maybe you could look 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 her up. Yeah. Who? Her, her name is um, Dinvea Lanolai. Dinvea Lanolai. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she she is a cleric of Bry. Okay. Oh. Shall we pass on any message to her? Do you have a, a sealed scroll you wished us to give to her? Or? My, 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 just, just say hello. Sure, absolutely. And your name is? Well, we know, we know what it is. We just, as players, don't know. 
We've got uh, water my, breathing my from this bloke for weeks. But I could look up, but I'm, I'm hang on now. You're gonna make me look. Cleric number I'm three. Looking. Cleric of Bry that you were now you, you were introduced Bob. to like sessions ago. Bob, Bob, like the first Bry. session even. Yes, he's he's a cool guy. I was like really liking this dude. Bob, Bob, Bob O'Bry. Bob, Bob the Bry cleric. His name is Bob. <laughs> but he's the evil. But he's the evil cleric. He spells it backwards. <laughs> Spells Clarab. He spells Bob. He'll be Arab. Arab. Jim. It's canon now. <laughs> At some point, I had his name in my notes. Right, and I had the name in the book somewhere. Well, I'm glad I asked a complicated question that doesn't fucking matter. So, what's going to happen next? Doesn't give me a, it actually doesn't give me a map of the town very easily to access. Yeah. So let's go on. Weird. Weird. And so we're basically seeing if he knew anybody, any one person, which is actually a solid uh, lead. But I think that our plan was to sort of circumvent the town anyway. What we've got now is if anybody does stop us, we at least have a name drop. Oh, yeah, we're here to see, you know, Lana Life from, yeah. Yeah, from the church of bry as a uh trading mission from torch so we have a legit story now but our goal is to not actually encounter anybody or encounter any of these gangs because we're going to go around the town to this graveyard yeah right okay i would say so well i don't think we have to go around the town it's on the west side of the isn't Right, it's on the opposite side of the yeah, river. Yeah, so we're already on the oh, side of the river that it, I, that this base is on. Okay, I thought you said it was on the opposite side of the town from us, so we would have to go around it. Okay, sure, even easier. Cool. So it's 105 miles to scrap the wall from the That's going to take a while. Glad yeah, we got horses. By, how long by horse is that going to take us? Durham Kite. There you go, Durham Kite. That's right. That's what you think, thing. He's so, the guy with that meta magic rod I want, but I can't afford. And he probably doesn't. If I had a deck, I could have notes. The notes would be good. That would make me a better GM. I think. What you mean? This meta magic rod right here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have grabby hands, grabby hands. <laughs> it's all the it's all grabby the concealed honey on my hands. Yeah. Make sticky. Meta magic rod. Meta magic rod. This thing wants to play with your meta magic rod. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, if I if I could extend my rope trick, then I could, you know, have it go for eight hours. Oh, the ladies would love that. Two gold piece make you holler. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so it's going to take. It's 105 miles. Did you buy horses? Yes. I've got a mule. That's got to be good. They're 75 gold each. We need a car, but we can't afford a car. The mule is cheaper. I think Tatia already stated she was going for the jetpack option. Jetpack. 
I mean, there are jetpacks in this system, I think. The book, the technology book has a jetpack. I don't think she can afford the jetpack. Well, it's like very, very, uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's it's a oh, charge around or something. Her friends <laughs> feel like crazy. So the jetpack jet isn't pack. for me, though. The jetpack would be for my cat. <laughs> awesome. That's like, uh, something, that, that's like something out of Voltron that flying out with the jetpack and goes to her arm. Didn't Battle Cat have a saddle for riding? She should be able to ride Dicodemus. There you go. Cool. So, all right. I, I, I named my horse I went chapter out of the Witcher. I'm going to name my horse Roach. <laughs> oh. Hold on. So, so I figured, so that's a video game that's based off of a book series, right? Yeah, correct. And now it's a, a TV series. It's a yeah, it's an amazing, uh, amazing game, amazing set of games. But the uh, writing is ama- is the best writing of video games I've seen. But so so it wasn't books. It was books originally, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was books originally. Okay. So I knew about the video game. We started watching. Well, I wouldn't say we. Evan started watching this the television series mm-hmm. on Netflix. <laughs> It takes a few episodes to get into. It yeah, if you're people. already if you're already knowledgeable about like 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 the X Men movies, right? If you're already knowledgeable about the 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 history, the people, the players, then it's you're you're in there and you're you're embedded, right? But if you haven't read the books or played the video games and you tried to start that series, like like things said, it takes. I mean, Don Early. What did Don say? Thing he said that was like five or six episodes in before he really got hooked, right? Yeah, and then he was sold, yeah. He yeah. was unsure up to, like, episode three, I think. The writing is so deep and rich. I hope the series, TV series, matches up. Well, I think, uh, I think part of the problem is that if you know, if you read the books and you know the story, mm. it's it's really good. But if you don't, it's really slow and difficult to start. It took, like, three or four episodes to actually start the plot. Yep. Well, the whole... The whole setup of the world is a lot is a little weird for your standard fantasy stuff, like what witchers are and how they're made and, oh, and, and how they're how, stuff, so. how they're prejudiced against and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. like a lot of a lot of series suffered from that. Star Trek suffered from that, right? The the Babylon Five suffered from that. First season was like rubbish and it was like all over the place, but they were establishing characters and background and like what the setting was, and then after that, it got better. <laughs> It's just Amazon is making the Wheel of Time. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Makes me very happy. I, and, and the kids in the hall. <laughs> I, I'm worried. I, well, I'm I'm potentially happy and potentially frightened of what might become of it. Sure, it's fine. Some of the decisions that are coming out of it seem to be interesting at best, but we'll see where it ends up. I mean, it's 14 books, right? So it could definitely be a series that could knock the ass off of Game of Thrones if they get it right. This is so true. And then if horse? they put that out, I don't have to bother reading the d- 9 billion books there are. The books are good. I have them all <laughs> if you want to come here and read them. I may do that. I'll make you a I figure the other thing that I'm going to do this summer is treat myself to maybe a video game or two that I'm going to burn through while I'm at my mom's. Mm-hmm. Doom Eternal, March 20th. Yeah. Hell comes to Earth, and you have to save her. Which Mass Effect trilogy. There is a Doom... Tele- no, it was a movie? Yeah. yeah. We, we, allow, we will not speak of it. 
Oh, that's a movie. We will not speak of it. <laughs> I don't know. There was something that I saw the other day on Netflix Evan watched, and it was actually not bad. There's a few things on Netflix that aren't bad. They sent people to a place, and there was bad men, and they ate them, and then they came back again. Yeah. Well, and then um, uh, Cal- Carl Urban cool. becomes superpowered to, you know, save the day. Hold on a second. Right. I, I, right. I, I got to bleep out and go into movie. mom mode. Yeah, the only bit of in that movie is where they do the bit where it looks like a computer game. So, did you actually buy a full horse, Kiernan, or...? Yes, I thought we all were. Well, I spent most of my money, and I already on a mule. I mean, it's almost as good as a horse. Except for slower. I got to mark off the gold. There we go. 75 gold for if you're getting a horse. Yes, you said 75 gold, right? For a I want a horse made of gold. No diamonds. And we're going to call him Butt Stallion. (laughs) Stallion. I I can't claim credit for that one, though. That's from Borderlands. Really? God, seriously? That's amazing. As a matter of fact, I even have that skin on all of my guns. It's like sparkles. (laughs) She's got that. that, Stallion was the name of the horse for the bad guy in the game. (laughs) She has that uh, sparkle spell from her mystery now, right? So she can actually do the farting rainbows. Actual. In actual. Just yeah, shimmer yes. on everything. Because <laughs> friendship is magic. Ding. Well, I mean, how much slower is a mule than a horse? Do I do I need to get rid of Artex and get a get an actual horse? Really, you're one of those people who just gives up a, gives up a, an animal because it's gone past Christmas. Well, no, I, I could haul them with us to to haul my extra books and things. I mean, ultimately, I suspect you might want to take a cart and some kind of horse instead of an actual horse. But, I mean, if you can all afford riding horses, then let's do it. But Bully can't afford a riding horse. Well, and I don't have the ride skill, but I, I'm pretty sure I could ride in a cart. Right? Yeah, so let's buy a cart and a couple horses then. Sure. How much is a cart? I bought one horse. Oh, Thick already has a mule. I do. What's your, what's your new horse called, Bill? Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna name him Nar. I was name him Roach. Roach of the horse. Yeah, but I can downgrade to a mule if we're gonna do two mules. Because it's cart is fifteen gold. Then we would oh. need Sister Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So- Oh my god, I'm, I have a bottle of wine in them. That's terrible. Oh my, I abs- swear I thought that was. I have a really. I have a huge lady boner for Clint Eastwood. Really? Lady boner? Oh, so lady boner for Clint Eastwood. Even now that he's like old, I don't care. He's just like. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> oh, tear tur- flesh off. Uh, and there's a slide. scene at the end where it gets into the tub. 
I'm going to clip out that noise and things going to use it as his ringtone. <sighs> Lady Boner. Lady Boner. But there's a scene at the end of that movie where he gets into the tub with Sister Sarah. And I was like, oh, I want to be Sister Sarah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Because because my hat of disguise, I can I can appear as any humanoid. Yes, I I should appear as an elf because, um, great cinema teaches us that elves should talk robotically and have almost no emotion. Right, and then you look like an exact person who is your character. Elves have no personality. Pointy ears. But they have pointy ears. And and big breasts, if 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 the internet will have us have us know that's true. Well, but Crow didn't have big breasts. But Crow was an effective elf rather than an elf that is just wearing a hat. <laughs> there was a zipper noise. So it it's going to cost you fifteen gold for a cart if you want one. I'll I'll buy, I'll buy the cart. I would heartily recommend an additional mule instead of a horse. I, I bought. I, I funded my money back and essentially bought a mule. You said it was eight gold, right? Eight gold for a mule. Yep. Um, so 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 how 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 fast can we go in a day? How far can we go in a day to? Uh... I can't. Not that. Well, and Not are that. we going to try and cut the hypotenuse, or are we going to go east to the Sullen River and then north? I mean, ultimately, on a cart, your your options are the road, yeah, or but the road with a Was twenty-eight a engineering. Surely, Alexander is the one who's invented shock absorbers. That's right, hover cart. It's a hover cart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, 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 could have, he could invest it. He could he could invent shock absorbers at least and springs right it's one no, of the new kidding. tesla editions and it has the windows that don't break cyber cart chat would like you to spend a couple of hundred on squirrels instead of Fuck, yes oh my oh, god amazing. instead of just have an army of amazing squirrels i'll be like squirrel girl and just instead woo! of i mean if we had the money i'd go dirigible Instead of mush, we'll just call it G Rocky. I'll go. Ah, uh, right. net. Okay, so uh, it'll a hundred some miles will take us a couple few days, right? In a cart. Take a while, yeah. Many random encounters. So, how does this kind of thing work in a game then? If we have several days of travel to do. So it depends on how nice your GM is. Basically, I could be just like, congratulations, you make it to your destination. Or I could be like, let me roll 19 times on this random table and attack you with a beholder, uh, a mind flare, and, and a toad. Which would give us a more chance for experience and potentially loot. But Yeah. We could run across the Numenarian fluid drinker and sell him yeah. your fluids. And also death. <laughs> resources and death, but resources. I mean, would a borderline person fast travel? I mean, we could beat people and kill bad only, guys and take their money. Fast, you can only fast travel if you've already been there once. Loot. 
loot, loot, loot. I believe that calls for teleport rules here, too. So, you're heading out for Scrap Wall in your cart with your two mules. Yes. Which is yes, called Artak and Kevin. Because we're traitors. Uh, Roach, I believe he said. <laughs> oh, Roach, excuse me. Roach is the name of the mule? Sure. Roach and Artax. All of my riding animals will heretofore be named Roach. Just like, just, like, just like the Witcher. <laughs> you are Roach the 37th. So, correct. <laughs> Roach 99. So, you have up to a 300 pounds of cargo. What are you doing with the power relay? Um, that's pretty heavy, and I think we, I think we would we have to defend it everywhere we went. I would say leave it with Conier, right? If he's hide willing it. to watch over it for us. And we hide it there, like we bury it under his forge or something. I got a pickle. Ah. Kitty cat. Would, would Conier be willing to watch over the power relay for us? He would be happy. He's just going to keep it off and stored in one of his buildings. Until we have a stable power to relay to a stable place we also have to use the power. To power your evil lair. <laughs> well, we don't talk about the volcano lair yet. Oh, we haven't bought that yet. And I'm the neutral. Volcano. I have to be a neutral lair. <laughs> Unless right. I have a slide. But all layers need lava. It's a rule. Okay. So our, our cover story is that we're merchants. Um, Thinking what? You currently have a cart and people? Do you need some trade goods then? Or are we just going to pick up trade goods and scrap all because you're starting out merchanting and we've already... Try to initiate a trade route between scrap and uh, torch. So you're taking an empty cart... To initiate a trade. Well, route. if I remember right, there was a junkyard in uh, in uh, Torch. We could just pick up a bunch of scrap and pull it to scrap wall. Assuming that scrap wall is all about the scrap. Or we could what load we... up some dead bodies or, you know. Yeah, what do we know about Scrapyard other than the gangs? We kind of. That was scrap it. Is a is a city that is. Chaotic at best. It's ruled by gangs. Um, not the best, but it is considered to be um, a place where less salubrious people might gather. Less salubrious. Less salubrious, yes. Hey, well, it could be a fluid We're in the game. Yeah, we could be in the in the in the um, market for buying like uh, uh, technical equipment if they have any available. Just with fat bags of gold yes. to buy that technical equipment. Is there anything you want to purchase before you leave? Because yeah, we, we checked uh, Sandville's notes to see if he had any contacts here. I don't know if what that may have come up with. 
there's not his notes uh, are very um, exact. It's about sales to specific people and for specific amounts. There's nothing about transferring anything to the technical league. Nothing about his contacts anywhere. It's literally just ledgers. People have purchased. People have sold him things. He probably hid any of that information if he did bother to write it down. That might be why he had the secluded grimoire spell. Hmm. Exactly. Maybe it's in his secluded grimoire. Unfortunately, I don't know of a way to retrieve such items from another wizard. Somewhere right. on the astral, his... somewhere on the astral plane, there are thousands and thousands of spell books from wizards that have never retrieved their spells. Hmm. Nice place to find. You should go find those, Alexander. It should be a mission. Yeah, it could be a quest. Sure. <laughs> The floating yeah. library. Okay. All right. Well, our goal is to not really encounter anybody. Work our way around town. So we'll go to the west side to that graveyard. So are we going to go? Are, but are we going to go try and get to the Sullen River first and then up? Or I, I say stick to the road because that will help our story, but it also will help our cart. Because I don't know about you, but I don't know much about how to fix a cart. Oh, is is that the is that the little fort with the robot or night guy standing in front of it, halfway between the torch and the scrap ball? Hey, uh, I I've got to take a break for just a second. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Thanks. Sorry. No, good enough. I was just noticing there there does appear to be like a ruined fort or something on the on the map between torch and scrap ball. I wonder if that is that Aldrin's grave. Zooming. Scrap wall. You mean, oh, in between the two? Yeah. With a giant so. in front of it or something. I mean, that might, be, that might be on the map, an actual representation of it, yes. yes. This might not be directly to scale. Right, map, map not to scale. Yes, it's possible. Carve the spider. So I want to steer clear of Silver Mount for now, I believe. So that's good. You should go there now. You should be like, fuck this quest. I'm going to Silver Mount, where they'll take me to pieces and use my legs as earrings. Yeah, I think I think I need to level up a few thousand times before I uh, try and approach Scrap Ball. <laughs> I think there's context that uh, Alexander may not have. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with Silvermount. That's, that's too far west for us anyway. We're heading southeast or uh, northeast. So let's assume you set off to scrap the wall. Seeing as you don't be particularly taking anything specific. Well, we might. It looks like that. that uh, uh, we were wondering if that ruin is in between. So we might beeline to that if there's a trail towards it. Are we, yeah. Are we, yeah. Before you have to cross the salon to get to scrap wall. Onward. The, the 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 ruin is on the same side of the river as you are. Oh, so you get the to most the, likely looking road pointing that way. And Kania is has advised you that it would be a good place. So. 
I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I didn't hear what you said. Your advised would be a good place to stop. Oh, okay. The rules are a good place to stop. If the, he knows that the fort is protected by uh, paladins and knights of Saren Rain. So in general, even if there's people guarding it, from time to time they aren't, but most of the time they are, uh, it would be a good place to stop. Hello, Wit. Hey, sorry about that. My dog was giving me needy eyes, and I, uh, my husband had fallen asleep on the couch, and so he hadn't given me animal dinner yet. We could get a couple barrels and fill them up with that brackish water that, before that gets filtered into Crowfeather Palace and bring that as a trade good. Right? You should just take Numenarian fluids. <laughs> You pass it off as that. The only trade good is the power relay that they brought here in the first place. If yeah, that's but that's like too a, good of a trade good. Well, it's more Let's about say, establishing, purchasing goods from there and bringing them if we had to. So an empty cart's not unusual in that circumstance. And ultimately, you just put the power relay in the cart. You roll into scrap wall and you take your cock out and you just put it on the table. That's what that is. Mm. Well, we could we we could go. So, we could get all the corpses, the robots, and the android, and you know, cart them to scrap wall. But yeah, right. We want, we, we want to sell some orc armor and some uh, heads of pink uh, pink haired androids that they may or may not know. Here's the random shit we've got. That's not how to start a merchant business. <laughs> I I believe That's the fair. idea is Kiernan threatens them to buy in whatever we have to sell. Well, yeah. I, I was more looking to like establish trade by buying initially to bring back the torch because of their hard times recently since you heard that the torch went out. They're looking to try to establish trade I for goods that they need. They've got a great business in shivs and um, other uh, stripy uniforms and other gang-related materials. Somebody needs to clean up the town. Good. Well, the goal, again, is to not run into right. anybody from the town yet, so we'll see. Right. Well, hopefully we will encounter random people that we can acquire stuff from as they try and kill us on the way to there, and then we'll have trade goods. So you're hoping to encounter random things on the road. Possibly. I think I, 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 think I actually have a, a random encounter table for you. I, which may or may not work out well for you. <laughs> oh, adult green dragon. Crap. Agents of the Technic League. There's dragons? Elminster. Oh, and we don't want even baby dragons at this point. Actually, there are no tables. What it says is this book. Yes. Insert monster uh, here, depending on how badly you want to fuck your players. Book Numeria, <laughs> Land of whatever the fuck it is. Land of Fallen Stars. Yes. yes. I've got that book. Contains information. Doesn't actually even give me a random table. That's really terrible. I just want a random table so monsters bite you. 
Usually, like, at the appendixes of the end adventures, they have some of that stuff, too, but... But it doesn't, and it's sad. I just gotta, like, figure it out, and I'm just not gonna be a third No experience for you. Aw. How are we gonna become godlike power? So, (laughs) the trip... The trip to Algernon's, Algernard's uh, grave is relatively uneventful. Your cart creaks along the road. You pass people on the way, but none of them are of particular interest. And eventually, after about four days, the light is fading and you begin to arrive at what looks like a ruined fort on the horizon next to the river. Did we lose Bill? Nope. I'm still here. Uh-oh. You guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. It does look like my video's frozen in Twitch. I'm still moving in. uh, No, I thought he was asleep in his chair. Oh no. (laughs) No. Uh, Throw out here that it is. It is already like eleven thirty for Bill, and what's about to come might take some time. So we might want to think about breaking. (laughs) I'm done. It's up to you guys actually at the fort where the adventure begins. Might be a good breaking point, though, depending. Because that's the, the, so potentially, depending on how you deal with it, it could go quickly, or it could take a very long time. I should spend our weeks of journey in, in writing up a bunch of scrolls. Yeah, right. You take four days to get here. Four days? Four days of time back in the cart if you want to use that for something. Sounds yeah, he'll good. he'll have little ink blots on the scrolls because of the bumps here and there, and he'll he'll accidentally he'll accidentally summon a lemon instead of a demon. Well, I can do it in my four hours of my rope trick every evening. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Are you hiding your rope trick in the evenings? And then he comes out of the road trip, and he's like, "Oh shit, the carts moved. Oh fuck, they're like Those miles away." Dude, where's my car? <laughs> Terrible movie. <laughs> it was supposed to be terrible, though. That's the whole point. I know it was terribly good. Yeah, but that's where Jennifer Garner got her career and made her real break. That you know got her all her other. Just terrible. So in the downtime, I will try and figure out what you sold to Sandville so you can have it back because it was in his premises. Um, then beyond that, we will uh, assault this fort when you get here, or. Talk to the nice paladins in this fort. Yes, I'm sure there's. it's not been overrun by mean, nasty people. Monsters or evil things. It is hey, full of adventure. Pa- paladins equal oh, religious. We're all boring and have dinner and things. Maybe, paladins maybe could be religious zealots that could be against all... Oh, like, androids have no soul. Kill the androids. You know? Paladins of Zom Cthulhu. There you go. It's it. It might Robocop. be the name of it be named after somebody's grave that makes me think undead and and horrible nastiness. But you know, just not very confident in the. Uh, I mean, that's just like a real estate thing. It's just trying to sell you the property, like Greenland, yeah. right? Greenland, as opposed to Iceland. Yes, totally different. Country. Which is green, right? Not for ice. <clears throat> Wait, do we do we have nothing to get experience for this whole session? Jeez. No, because we did Zero that. Experience. 
It's what could be called a conversational session where you wrap up one book and start another. There we go. That's a good word for it. Right. All, all business next time. It doesn't matter. Actually, you do it all right. The next one will hit you and you'll start and there'll be an adventure and then you'll scrap a wall and we'll talk about the rules for that and it'll be good. I wanted lots of random encounters so I could roll in the scrap wall at fifth level and, and devastate the town, you know. Right? I mean, you're already quite high level by comparison. I mean, you're on level for the adventure, so I'm not going to give you too many random encounters. Hmm. Uh, That's right. He, he rolls into the town. This is my boomstick. Cast fireball. One sick kobold. A dead boom. I could get lightning bolt. I could uh, spontaneously cast third level cleric spells then. And, you know. I see where you're at. You're, you're, you're a wizard who's itching on the edge of third-level spells, aren't you? Yes. Itching is a good uh, good analogy. Third-level's where it's the money level for wizards. Yeah. The money it's, level. It's where they get fireball, lightning bolt. All that's, where the they go, that's where they go from zappy zappy to artillery. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. where you take out the, 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 the opposing army half, you know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Third level is where wizards coming to their own. Plus, I'll get my, uh, I'll get two feats. Oh, you get your normal one and your bonus one. My bonus wizard feat, yeah. Sweet. So you become twice as competent. Or I suddenly learn how to, you know, craft wondrous end arms or something. And wow, that would be cool. Or rings, even though you have to be like level four hundred to craft a ring. Well, oh, of anyone worthwhile, you can make, you know, Featherfall. Well, probably. What's Featherfall? You when you fall off when you fall off a cliff, it stops you from falling as fast. It just lets you kind of drift down slowly. You just so, float down like pit, a correct. feather. Pit huh. traps, like all that stuff. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. Featherfall is a good a good thing to have. Hey, guess there is some nasty stuff in the beast, Jerry, for the uh, fallen stars. Isn't there? You want to randomly pull one? Let's see what we can pull randomly from the best. There, you could even you could even pull stuff from Starfinder too, like the Aslan Empire. Oh yeah, there's all. Oh yeah, you can encounter great goo. <laughs> I I encounter that half the time I go to. Oh, there is random. Goo. There is random tables on page forty-five for the Feldale, Selen Hills, Numerian Plains, Sovereign's Reach. 45. Want some random encounters? I can do random encounters. I'm game. Okay, then we'll do the travel next session, yep. unless you Oh, hello. Roll, roll, Raggy. Uh-oh. Speak, really speak, speaking this. of which, a new, <laughs> uh, new Scooby-Doo movie's coming out, pretty excited about, called Scoob. Are you being it's for real? Totally serious. It's a, a computer CGI. Um, it looks really cool. Really? What? Yeah, Scoob. That's what it's called. I saw Colin, a trailer you saying it. we can't take an annihilator robot? There's four of us. Three torturer robots. There you go. That One will maintain robot. order in a city. And you say lawful evil has got no merit. One D six hill giants. You couldn't take those. Well, we could. You know, yeah. Arachnid robots. I could get one as a pet. <laughs> on spine dragon. Yeah, on the Selen Hills, you can entire you can encounter an entire Kellen tribe. Your Kellen tribe. There you go. 
It just says Kellid tribe. Yes, you can. Well, but that's that's where that's where Nicodemus barbarian level, right? That's all Titans, orc mutants. <laughs> There's some terrible shit on there. You're going to die. So let's just assume you get there and not like up the level. You don't need to have my. You yeah, don't that need seems like that seems like a dumb random encounter table. I mean, you're gonna. Well, it's like any random encounter table in classic, right? You get like a bunch of stuff that's low level, and then you get a, a few things that are really high level that are going to butcher you. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You rolled two sixes on your two die twelve. You've got a adult green dragon that comes. Well, out we of need the to avoid the Feldales. The average CRs go from eleven to sixteen on the table. There, maybe the planes. That's three to yep. eight. And then you're only four. So, so I should yeah. be thinking like we're really extreme. So this is a little more like Dark Sun, where we're barely competent to survive in the world. Right. I mean, they, they, they would hit us so hard they wouldn't need to. I, I was disappointed to see that the next uh, D and D five e book is going to be yet more magic crossover. Oh, what's that one? Of course. Uh, some, some shit for magic. Magic the Gathering? Yep. Oh. They've already done one, which was Ravnica. Ravnica, yeah. Half a book that really should have been finished. Huh. Uh, we've given up on D&D. We're just regurgitating shit that isn't very good right now. It's all in the writing. You know, you get good writers back on track, you know? They're stuck just regurgitating old stuff in a bad way. Well, I mean, there's there's... There's a weird market for it because you got nostalgic people and people that have just heard of it and want to play it in the version they now know and don't know how how bad oh, it is compared to what. It hold was. on, sorry, I I blooped out there. What what were you talking, talking about? To, we're talking about old school stuff about like how saying like a lot of the stuff coming out is kind of crap and they're just like trying to crank out books like in the old TSR days where they would just crank out splat books. They they had a good they had a good release framework. They were doing fine. They've given up on actually releasing for the old classic worlds. We're now combining magic to try and pull in people, and it's just awful. So, but frog frog god magic games the gathering. Well, there's a there's a, a campaign book or a, a set of books for Dungeons and Dragons Five E, based mm -hmm. on Magic the Gathering. Like but including like, um, the Magic the Gathering story. So for for D and D five E, there are now there's one magic book which is Ravnica, and then they're they're about to the next book that they've released is Magic again. I want Dark Sun. Too much to ask. Yeah, well, they were talking about it, but um, like there's some old school stuff that uh, Frog God Games and Necromancer Games is coming out with, including Goodman Games. Like Thing and I have uh, Keep of the Borderlands and. Uh, Isle of Dread and all that, but they also have um, planned uh, <laughs> like That's yeah, exactly. I, 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 I got all That's three. Not barrier peaks. That's barrier peaks. Yeah, I have I have barrier peaks, Isle of Dread, and uh, Keep of the Borderlands. Keep into the uh, Borderlands. Oh. I think it's good that they're being redone, but I think the whole idea of combining magic with D and D is just a cash grab. Yeah, that that whole. I'm just, I've never played MTG, so I'm not into that. I don't want uh, to play a card game as a role-playing game. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Well, there's See, a there, there's a I new module coming. 
thing that I um, didn't like whenever I started playing Magic the Gathering, I thought it was just a card game. And then whenever I met Evan, he said, no, there's like books. It's like, what? He's like, yeah. And so whenever I told him I like to play green, he's like, oh, okay. You'd like to play green? Well, niece is a cunt. She's stupid. And <laughs> so this is the frustration from Fortnite now manifested it. And this is the fellow you you you're with, not not like your you know twelve year old son or. Yes, my oh, okay. my husband. <laughs> no, well okay. he's the he's the magic expert. He was the one that. He he just knows way more than I do. <laughs> I guess you have to when you're a judge, but he says that just because he's a judge doesn't make him a good player. Yeah, I have Here. a friend that's a really good player that went into judging and then learned a lot too. So it was pretty, pretty, <laughs> but you know, they have, fun, they have fun doing that. So why not? Right. But I mean, I, as far I, as D and D it's like, I just think the scene, the setting is like, I just want Daxon back or rather than just releasing random one shot adventures in a book, like they've been doing, let's have an actual setting book for any actual setting. Hmm. There's not been a setting for Forgotten Realms. There's not a setting for Greyhawk. There's no setting books for Dark Sun or Ravenloft or anything. It's just like a random adventure with no fluff. Yeah. Well, the the, the setting, the, the Ravenloft thing was not just an adventure. It was like a setting campaign book. There was no setting there. I have an entire Ravenloft box set yeah. that tells me about the setting. Mm. This book they released was just an adventure with a bunch of maps and noise. Although, I mean, the early Greyhawk stuff, it was a while before they actually put out real setting material. You had a little background in each module, and then it finally uh, started to produce the maps and everything. And fair, but it's time for a setting, I think. Yeah. Fair Although I'm always torn on that because <laughs> so much in, in classic D&D and stuff, everybody would play for a little bit, and then they'd just develop their own settings and occasionally insert a off-the-shelf module in it when they didn't have time for the prayer, but... Sure. I mean, I understand. I really like Dark Sun. It's a great setting. I love it a lot. I like Thrycreen. Why wouldn't you? Two yeah. crossbows and a fucking halberd. It's amazing. <laughs> but I understand the whole slavery thing might not necessarily jive well in today's kind of environment. But... Give me a setting to play with. Redo fucking Forgotten Realms. Put me Ducks and Greyhawk back. Give me Ravenloft. They threw, they, threw they, they put some lipstick for 5e on Eberron. They got that. Yeah. Right? Oh, fucking Eberron. No, I don't want fucking Eberron. I want a classic fucking setting. Fuck Eberron. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I, I kind of liked Eberron when it first came out, Fuck but it's Eberron. like... Well, Eberron's kind of what should happen if if I... If a um, D and D style world had magic for hundreds of years and was able to enchant stuff, you're going to end up with magic refrigerators and trains. It's going to be right. I don't, not medieval. I don't, I don't disagree with Eberron as a setting. It's just the most recent, and we have so much more that we're not tapping well. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's bad. It's awful. They're releasing adventure books. That are just adventures floating in the sky. There's no context or grounding for them. There's no even hearkening back to like old adventure settings that people would really like to read about. I mean, do you think it, the intent is to create bite-sized pieces for people that are getting into it? 
I think the intent is to generate books that people will buy that they'll run one-off adventures with and not give a fuck about. Yeah, I think, Wit, you're onto something. I think it's a lot of this adventure path, trying to have people go to, you know, their local brick-and-mortar hobby store and, and meet with a bunch of strangers instead of having, like, a campaign that is a long-running yeah. thing with a bunch of friends. I mean, Hal, what you're kind of saying, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like essentially the Pathfinder adventure path. Like, have a epic story that starts off small, and then, holy well, shit, this yeah. is bigger. Oh, my God, we're actually the center of it. Oh, my God, we're changing the world. It's like, right. I mean, the one thing the one thing the Pathfinder has, it has a setting. It has a world that has books that expand it and give it depth. And then it has adventures that overlay that world. What I think that D&D is lacking is we have the adventure books, but we have no setting to put it in. Yep. We have yeah, there's, there's, there's no external just politics. There's no, I, there's no I use anymore. That there's all the, the fluff. Yeah. And there's so much fluff. We have novels out the wazoo back to the fucking 70s. bad. It makes me sad that we're drawing a magic as a setting for D&D. Well, I mean, your other problem with setting is it's a lot like the core books, where you buy it once and can keep playing that forever. Adventures people buy it, finish it, and buy the next one. I just feel like if Magic the Gathering or if if they wanted to do something like that, couldn't you just make Magic the Gathering its own little weird game? I mean, it would be strange because it's already kind of a card game. But it's all owned by the same company, so they're merging them together. So we, we the Ravnica book, in my mind, was incomplete. It didn't feel like a proper setting. It was just stuff. It didn't even read well. It wasn't great. It was kind of terrible. And I'm finding the more they release for D&D 5e, the more I'm lacking in the depth that I want in an actual book that I buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been I've been doing a homebrew with my campaign that uh, I'm actually really pleased mm-hmm. how it's turning out. The, a couple of them were saying to maybe try to put it together and not try, maybe even publish it. But um, you should do just, it. I agree with you. There's no coherence. I, I like the whole. There was a there was a module we played with AD and D, the old second edition stuff, and it was right. called the the fate of Istis. Hmm. It was oh. an amazing module because it was path adventure path kind of thing where you would go city to city to city to hit rook roost um you know uh several and you would just basically try to find the source of this magical plague but the story got bigger the politics started to become more intense Mm -hmm. it was just this really great kind of like what you're saying the overlay on the setting and uh what we've got is we have we have all these adventure books that are just drawing from like the classic stuff, but there's no setting book. There's no setting box. There's nothing to lay it in. It's because it's there's very, no it's very um, schizophrenic. Like multiple personality. Yeah. Like they, 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 I think it started off when they really started down the Dragonlance novels. Like, oh well, let's do this setting with Dragonlance and all these people here and all these different things. Well, and then, I mean, even then, that's something else that's missing. Give me any setting. Pick fucking Dragonlance. Give me a setting book for it. Yeah. I don't yeah, want I an think... adventure that I can play. 
I want a setting. I, I, I think you're talking. I think you're talking about a conservative company that wants to sell product that is worried about alienating. 30, 40% of their entire base by saying, our official setting is Forgotten Realms. All the Greyhawk oh, people oh, are pissed. Oh, official setting. All I need is some fluff in which to base the crunch. Yeah. The problem is I think they've gone too far through 4th edition. They're kind of coloring it with 2nd, but in the end what you've got is you've got this is a set-piece room and you will fight in it and this is the treasure you get and these are the monsters you kill. And then you open the next door, and here's the next fight with the treasure and the monsters, and the next door with the treasure and the monsters. They've lost the fact that it's set in a place, and it's it's bigger than that. I, I mean, I'm glad that Pathfinder's not like that. The actual play podcasts I've listened to and what we're doing here, I just... Yeah. So much. I can't wait to see what I mean, more is going to come out. So much further. Well, even when we were running second edition adventures, so things like when we ran um, Night's Dark Terror and Horror on the Hill, we mm. ran it all like a second edition adventure. It's, it still pisses me off that it's so hard to kill people in fifth edition. Night, yes. night, night, night Below is pretty good, too. <laughs> chat, chat is suggesting, I love Night Below. I wish I could find an adventure group that would run through it. I love I'd that be game. so much. Ultimately, it's designed to run in second in AD and D, which is yes. uh, I ran it for such a long time before we started doing this this uh, podcasting stuff. And they got all the way down into it and into the third book and all the way through the underground cities, and it was really great. Chat is suggesting I do an updated version of World's Largest Dungeon. <laughs> that that, I mean, that talk about crunch. That's just room to room to room to room with no rhyme or reason. No, there's no rhyme or reason, but it was a good adventure because the characters were good and they interacted well with the game. Yeah, I mean really if you do like the world's largest dungeon, you need to have the whole ecosystem and a place where people shop and can get supplies and all that. I mean, it needs to be a dungeon world at that point. Right. I mean, you're talking, there's so many large dungeons, right? You've got, what, Rapana Thuk. There's, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of the Emerald Spire, all of the mega dungeon stuff. I mean, it's, I don't know. I like the yeah. idea of a mega dungeon. It seems something that chop chop. <laughs> Chat would like a new version of World's Largest Dungeon, apparently. <laughs> there you go. Of the book. Badly edited though it is. Yeah. Uh, nothing you can't fix. Let me read this description to you when you look at the map and you'd be like, that is not describing the room they're in. <laughs> You're in a 25 by 40 foot room. Oh, the map is 10 by 8. The, 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 the descriptions say rooms connect to rooms that are on the opposite side of the map. So. That, was the bit, that was the bit that I loved the most. It was like, there's an exit to the east, an exit to the north, and I'm like, on the map, that is not the case. Yeah. <laughs> like, you... Oh my god, that's the worst. It's like, you are not on the right edition of this book, you dumbass. Uh <laughs> uh, so they did it, and it was the first... It's the first game as a... a so the website ran through it, Way back in 2004, we started it. Oh, yeah. And we, we played through the whole game. And it was long, classic RPG MP3. Exactly. 
So long ago, we played through the whole game. It took 40 sessions to get through, which is short for a game now. But um, it was really badly edited, but it was actually a really good game to play because the players were good, the time was good, the adventure worked well, it was not terrible, everybody had a good time. What I want is more David. What, what? What Boeing egg? What? Chat, Boeing what aircraft. About? What did I miss? Oh, I don't know. It's a, yeah. It sounds like someone else has had a lot. Right. Right. Not Jim. Well, everyone <laughs> loved World's Largest Dungeon until um, uh, once his face lost his hair. Oh, Balazar. Yeah. So that, we had a dwarven wizard in the party, and one of the things that happened was he, he encountered a Thargul, mm. which is a character, it basically gives you a kiss, and it drains your life, and eventually your head tears off from your body, and you go flapping around. So he didn't get through the whole process, but the dwarf lost his beard. So he was a dwarven wizard with no beard and really big ears that looked a bit like wings. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Snarf from Snarf Quest. It was funny. It was great. World Fortress Dungeon was a good adventure. The players did really well. All right. The litmus test is, do the players have fun? And if the players have fun, then people listening. And it was fun to listen to. Yeah. Does it make sense? And with the current 5e stuff, yes, you can make sense with an adventure, but it doesn't have any grounding in a larger setting. They have so much color that they're just not using. Daka, daka, daka. Magic missile coming online. Where are the Cheetos? <laughs> I'm attacking the darkness. It was, it was it was good bad adventure. It was good. I enjoyed it. I quite like running mega dungeons sometimes because they're easy, but they can also be a bit dry. Yeah, fair. But sometimes uh, that, sometimes that can still have a an underlying goal and setting. Like I I'm running uh I was running one before, but it fizzled out, and I'm running it again. Uh. Out of the Abyss campaign for 5e. Mm. Oh, cool. And that's got some really nice political underpinnings to it and keeping the story oh, together. I'm just, I'm just slightly turned off by 5th edition right now. Sure. I just, it, it, there's just no risk to the player. It's really hard for a GM to kill a party. You just got to try extra hard, Hal. That's the point, right? I you don't gotta want goals, to. Al. You gotta have goals. I don't want to knock a player down and then spend two rounds stabbing him in the face to kill him. That's just <laughs> the GM. Now that's when you do the whole Adam West, Batman, and Robin thing, where you they wake up and they're in a pool of, uh, of, of they're in a vat and it's filling with water and. <laughs> They're hanging upside down above a tub of sharks. And you're right, the exactly. shark repellent. Yeah. Sharks, sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> uh, there was a typo. Oh. It's not sharks. It's full of sharks. Ah, there you go. That's <laughs> even worse. That's a, Did I mention Rollmaster uh, again? Because Chad would like to see Rollmaster again. I do. I'd just like to say, I'm going to say Becca has got a job. So in College Station, so it looks like my Spill and Shackles game on uh, Sundays may fold. Mm. So it's an opportunity to bring something else up, and it may be that I might bring Rollmaster to the table. And I, hey, I'm I'm up for Rollmaster, but also I was excited that the Rollmaster restarted. You 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 mentioned far. Vampire too. Also Vampire, I'm very excited about. In fact, I've got a copy of uh, Chicago by Night just over. Ooh. 
Yeah, open the hell. Yes, I would be. I, I would be up for either or both, but uh, I don't want to assume that you're talking about us in general for these. But uh, no. I would be game. If I ran Vampire, I think a table game would be better. I think it'd be difficult online. Yeah, I think we could do it. I think you could. I think I think it might be hard with maps online, but a lot of it's theater of the mind, and that would totally work with audio. No, I wholly agree with that. I mean, Vampire, I played for years. Um, the new version, I actually um, have uh, Fall of London coming, which was just released, which is a kind of interim adventure between the old system and the new one in the timeline where Second Crusade have raided London and you have to, it's basically a fetch quest where you go find the things to either empower or depower Mithras to see if you want him to survive or not. And Vampire is awesome. I do like Vampire a lot. But it requires a more serious mind. Mm. Very true. All about the politics and the individual horror. I, I can. Uh, I've done that. I've done vampire where you get into a lot of those politics. Also, find that it's very similar, though the setting is very different. But it's similar to Shadowrun. You can do pink, right. pink mohawk or black trench coat for that. That's, sh- yeah, that's Shadowrun, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, what have you got? I've got a. I've got a gun and a mohawk, or I've got a. I've got a deck and a mohawk, or I've got a, a sword and a mohawk. Or... Well, it's all, it's all about do you go in guns blazing or do you do legwork and you find out what your objective is and you sneak in and you, you know, I'm going to create fake IDs and I'm going to go in as a crew. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's similar. Uh, there's politics involved and things like that, too. I just find that uh, all the, the, setting, the setting is very different. Right? Yeah. It's like cyberpunk. You set up the job. And then the party spent three hours trying to plan it. And then they go in and in the first action, something goes wrong and they spend the next 20 minutes running away. <laughs> well, it's like so many Call of Cthulhu uh, campaigns that I've had start and it dies because nobody can investigate. I love, <laughs> I love chat's comment of right. killing got to this problem and killing will get us out of it. <laughs> it's the D&D way. It's like Yellowbeard. It's like that movie. It's like that movie Yellowbeard. You can't get anywhere in life if you keep going around thinking. Oh. You don't go to all the trouble of an ocean voyage to make friends. You can make friends at home. Yeah, it's so bad. But yes, I love Rollmaster and Vampire. Both of those are good. I also love, love Legend of the Five Rings, the initial edition. I think it's an amazing game. Never, yeah. never played that. Never. I'm not familiar with this. Uh, it sounds cool though. I've heard a lot of good things. I've never played it though. Played a lot of Rollmaster and I've played a lot of Vampire. I love Rollmaster. It's amazing. Hey, which, which would love Rollmaster? Just the vague idea that any combat can kill you yeah. for no reason at all. Ah. Just to all really lucky and just murder you. So, Warhammer so, Fantasy was ba- bad for that too. I yeah, but, for that. but I remember, um, I can't remember, the, it was the big fighter of the group. Uh, almost like a barbarian. I can't remember his name from the original yeah, Rollmaster. You no, know, the no, the Rollmaster that you guys had on the uh, RPG MP3. Oh, character. He was yeah, the yeah. He he was like second level wit, and he like for Flair. He's like, oh crap! There's a troll coming out of the woods. Well, I'm just gonna pick up this rock and throw it. He wound up rolling a natural hundred, and then he rolled like a ninety-five, and then he he wound up killing a troll with a rock one throw. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's, that's the thing. The system lets you do really stupid, lucky shit, which it's just amazingly good. But then also it comes back on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he he wound up going up levels so high because the way experience is figured in Rollmaster is you get experience points for all the damage and and criticals that you've done on your foes, but you yeah. also well, get you also get experience for all the criticals that foes do against you. And he hardly wore any armor. So and if you're his, a healer, all the all the exactly damage you heal, he would get his so shit kicked for the spells you cast, but not for the damage you heal. Yeah. Yeah, so he That's would right. get his he would just get his ass kicked and go up three levels because he. I, I, love, I love Ned's healer. So in Rollmaster, Ned was a healer, and in Rollmaster, what you do as a healer is if you take da- if another character takes damage, instead of casting spells that are like I cure your wounds, what a healer does is he touches the character and he sucks all of the wounds onto himself, and then he heals himself. Ah. So. He ended up being this really jaded character that was just like, I'm taking all this. He was just like miserable all the time. And like, <laughs> well, that's kind of a nat- uh, a bit of a natural. <laughs> Stop taking wounds. <laughs> I, I was rather looking forward I to that jump one. jump down the hole if I break my leg. See? Yeah, Don't jump down the hole. Just... <laughs> yeah, I still want to reverse that for a healer and learn how to put wounds on people. I mean, that's a possibility. There are spell lists in Rollmaster to do that. Yeah. But it's, uh, it was hilarious. Ned's healer was just like, he was miserable all the time because all he did was walk up to the fighters that was really injured and he touched them and then he'd get a broken leg. Well, you don't have <laughs> a lot like, of choice Ow. of just taking a few of their wounds. You, you like, suck the well, lot. Yeah. And... Not, not, not oh. Jim remembers, it's Bashkar. Yeah, that was his name. Yeah, it was a Bashkar. It was the Bashka. Hello, pickle. Yeah, didn't 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 Ned's character end up essentially committing suicide? Like he fell down a hole, died. Was, he came back to problem. life, and then he died again, or something. It was like all fucked up. Is it's really hard to die in Rollmaster because your spells are subconscious. So even if you're basically close to death, your body will attempt to heal itself. Yes, yeah. You'll be in a coma, healing them. Yeah, as long as he's got magic points. He, so it might be that he generates a magic point every 24 hours. He'll just wait until he can cast the right level of spell, and then his body will cast it. Eventually, he will heal. Unless he's got massive, massive damage that he's not capable of healing yet. Right, like, that was the other one, like, all the brain damage you can get in Rollmaster that is really hard to heal if your spells are... Yeah. That's why you wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Muggles character of the albatrosity, right. <laughs> who apparently could not fly but never stopped trying. <laughs> yeah, and then there was then there was the the guy who took all the work so he could become a furry. That was that was the albatrosity. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he wanted to fly, so he became a bird character, but couldn't fly yet. But then he had purple. So, <laughs> he had purple <laughs> fur and horns. Yeah, it was. But it was. It was just like a. It was. It was a strange game, but it was a funny game. It was a fun game. <laughs> I, I wound up listening to that uh, podcast yeah. over and over. Chat was just like Ned's character tried to kill himself but never succeeded. Right. He was just like he was emo. He was big time emo. Why <laughs> is kill himself starred out on my device? Dude. 
Oh gosh, that's weird. There, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of filtering on that just because the the that's an internet abuse troll thing of people telling people to kill themselves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she must have you must have like a, a ID minor or something. Hmm. I'll check in my settings on Twitch later. So have you have you got all those PMs for me about all? <laughs> You didn't get any of them? None of them at all? Oh. Apparently, apparently they've just been asterisking <laughs> them out. How about you, Hal? Did you get it all the naughty ones I said? Did you get those? Yeah, totally. It was just like <laughs> dicks and stars. Yeah, I could say there really small dicks. Gifts or what? gifs? Yeah, gifs or gifs. That's right. <laughs> I'm, nice. so, I'm hung like a baby. 18 inches and baby. six pounds. No. <laughs> Well, it's like when they uh, peered under the Scotsman's kilt and saw, you know, nothing more than God had graced him at his birth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they're so angry. I was going to say, oh. I played a game with a bunch of other podcasters. Um, in Well, it was a while ago. I need, I need to edit it and get it out. But it was um, what one of the characters played. It was Pathfinder. And one of the characters played a gnome trickster the trickster bard mm. and he spent all of the money he started with because we were third level to start on like random stupid items that did really stupid things <laughs> so, that sounds and it, literally his character background was that his character was cursed to never be able to die but he was miserable so he was miserable the whole time so he just was, he was just like, he was called Chumwad. And he would just be like, he'd tell a joke. And he'd just be like, ha, 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 ha. And he'd just start crying. He was just miserable. And in any fight, he would just run to the middle of where the action was and just randomly throw random crap into the air of these, I hope somebody killed him. It was the that's like that's like a walking wand well, of then, wonder. Right but there. how did he not die? So the idea was that he was he was he couldn't kill himself, but he could die. He was immortal, but he had to be physically murdered. So he, he was just so miserable. It was just fucking hilarious. He was a <laughs> character. Okay. I hope I hope he I hope it wasn't a secret cry for help for the player. Jesus Christ. It was. <laughs> Hilariously funny. But he had so <laughs> ridiculous items on his character. He'd like pull out this random shit and like a random bunch of origami rats would just like wander around or and <laughs> fall from the sky. It was just, it was fucking hilariously funny. I really <laughs> edited it out because none of the other podcasts have managed it yet because they're so busy doing their own shit. And they're clearly more serious about editing than I am. Oh, you know what though? Sometimes the unedited stuff I like the best because you know here the here. I the mean, all of these, a lot of these podcasts are amazing. They like generate a lot of stuff that's it, it's spectacularly good stuff. Their editing, their quality's good. It's multi-channel audio. They're spending like three to four hours editing session, and I mean, literally, I just can't bring myself to do that. So I'll edit for quality of audio, but I'm not going to go through every piece of content. And edit out every uh and um and r and it's just not. I mean, it's great that it's, they do that, but I, I just can't do it. It's not possible. I don't think it's necessary. I'd rather have yeah. an extra episode 
a you know a month than have like two that are perfect or one oh, that's perfect you know I mean, all these podcasts are amazingly good they are i mean this uh, i'm part of a discord channel that's just part of people who podcast that's all they do and they give each other advice and some of these guys are spending eight hours editing each one of these episodes and i mean that's a full-time job it is that's i mean you know what job what if i had a sugar daddy right <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, we like, plays that playing I, magic, right? She <laughs> almost got a sugar daddy right now. Hey, no, <laughs> <laughs> really? Because it seems like that's going to change pretty soon. Daddy's going to have a lot of sugar. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> diabetes. That's right, I, diabetes. That's what you're talking about, right, Evan? Is exactly what I'm talking about. You were about. <laughs> Get diabetes. There we go. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> oh, 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 that terrible time. Sugar, daddy, terrible. bring it home. Yeah. <laughs> All that time you put up with his shit, it's finally going to pay off. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to be in Reno. Like, Is that a good thing? I'm excited. Yeah, have it. That's good. That's good. You should be excited. Ladies that just sits with a cup of quarters and just feeds like a like a one arm bandit. Oh my god, that would be be maybe... one of those ladies with the cigarette in one hand and the mask in the other. Clink 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 clink. Yes, <laughs> that's a life goal there. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No, I'm a dork. I'll be in the mountains the whole time, probably. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what I do here. I love the mountains, and I'll be even closer to resorts there, so. That's cool. We have mountains up here, you know. Ah-ha-ha! Seattle. <laughs> so all I have to do is go north, I think, like, I mean, it's it takes less than a day to get to Seattle, Reno. I just can't remember exactly. That sounds like Wit's going to visit, you think. i just like to say, having visited Thing, Thing knows where all the good breweries, meaderies, wineries, cideries are. I would or, love just to, to do you that. Just describe, you just described a Thursday evening. Mm -hmm. I, I did take him to my four or five favorite local breweries one evening before dinner. Oh, true. Is that like say, done? Yeah. I just Say the original slippery pig was amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> the slippery pig. It was just like a shack in the middle of a field. Tell me about it. Seriously? Oh, that's the original one, though. Yeah, they they got they were they um they used to do it on the farm because they used to do um all the all the um farmers market stuff, and they found that a lot of the stuff doesn't sell because you know bruised veg and all that stuff, but once you uh, turn all that stuff into alcohol, nobody cares what it looked like as a vegetable. So every, ah. every beer they brewed had something grown on the farm in it. I remember I remember I had a rhubarb something or other. And uh, it was actually uh, really good. The rhubarb IPA, yeah. Their hog's breath uh, Hefeweizen's pretty good, and they make a uh, stingy nettle beer that's pretty tasty. Stinging nettles, that reminds me of home and terrible, terrible disasters where I ran through them as a child. Oh, yeah. Oh. But uh, now, now they um, 
have all all sorts of smoked meat foods and stuff too now. So. They're like a legit brewery now, right? Yeah, well, they've they've got one of the larger restaurant spaces downtown, so they're kind of a event space and stuff. That's that's oh, why wow. I've got their uh, mug, mug club, so I get a free sandwich and and uh, all that every month. That's a big step wow. up from a, a from a shack in a field, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's quite a that's a good perk. Well, they had to move in town because um, where they were at, they're just outside of town, and neither the uh, county nor the city wanted to be fully responsible for them. But the um, inspectors from both were trying to regulate them and and uh, uh, make uh. them obey different rules for stuff. So, like, they told them they couldn't. They couldn't even wash their glasses with the well water from the farm, so they had to start using plastic glasses for everything. They had, you know, to, to keep getting pulled around on what their occupancy permits and so they finally closed down their farm location and just uh, bought the restaurant space downtown. To... It's pretty yeah. cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the restaurant's cool, cool because it it used to be in the time I've lived around Paulsbo, it's been five or six different restaurants that would just close every year or so because right. nothing could uh, manage the space, but they, uh, they do, you know, karaoke and have all the, all the, all the uh, events and concerts and stuff now too. So cool. Karaoke. I love, head. I love karaoke. And you can get Ludovic tacos there. Oh God. No, no, you cannot. I'm Norwegian, Do and even I don't know that. Thing. That's out. No, I don't want to do it. I mean, I may do it once just to say that I've tried it, but like. If you go to Lutefisk, you should go and visit Thing, and Thing will take you to somewhere that does Lutefisk. Well, there's, you know, there's, if you if you come up around Viking Fest, there's a Lutefisk eating contest. Um, there's also. Someone attempts to eat Lutefisk and manages. No, that's who can eat the most. I think. Uh, the actual the the owner of Slippery Pig actually won uh, the last like year. Four, four pieces. Of I, I think it was seven pounds in in or it was five or seven pounds in in like twenty minutes. Oh no, please no! But he also he, revived because the Lutheran himself. Church always did the Lutefisk and Meatball dinner every year, and interest was dying off, so he took it over and it's uh Helping run that, but also the Sons of Norway Hall does a Ludovic dinner every year too. Ludovic is an awful. I mean, awful I just thing. imagine his whole body made a different noise when he walked after that. Very unnatural <laughs> noise. <laughs> he pickled himself. Nasty, dude. I mean, there's got to be some kind of chemical terribleness in seven pounds of lutefisk. <laughs> well, as long as the lies all neutralized, it's it's fine. As long as I love that any food you have to dip in lye is the food that isn't going in my mouth. You, you essentially render it down to a organic gel. protoplasm. You it's know, it's a gel. It's, it's sort of like reducing uh, life on Earth to its original primordial state. Well, well yeah, but when you dry out <laughs> the fish into the into the hard hard planks, it's like impossible to eat until you do that. So, hey, what's wrong with fresh fish? 
Yeah, fish. what the hell? I grill fish. I smoke fish. I do lots of shit with fish. Yeah, like fire. Well, yeah, but, you know, I don't have fish. to render. I don't have to render it down to goo. <laughs> well, you do if you want to keep it for 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 next year. Horrifying. Ludafisk is a terrible idea. Well, that's my eth- so my ethnic atrocity pizza. You know, Ludafisk and Haggis pizza with kimchi. Oh, oh, oh no, oh no, please no. Maybe, maybe you could make a calzone or something instead, but you know. That, that's, that, that's all that mush together is going to be delicious, right? Exactly. I mean, that's Just like the, the, the mafia. You know? Yeah, the mafia and the yakuza would cap your kneecaps with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've offended chat. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a murder suicide waiting to happen there. Oh my be... god. Hey, hey, thing, you should send him one. You should send him a lutefisk and fucking kimchi pizza. It would, dis- it would dissolve. You'd have to have biohazard. Oh my FedEx. god. Well, I can I, I, I get the frozen lutefisk TV dinners too. <laughs> you can't get lutefisk TV dinners. TV no. Dinners, oh my god. Well, at so, least land so jaggers are good. Yeah, I, I remember Tisley's was doing Lucas yeah. when I was there. Yeah, Tisley's is, is still going pretty good. Uh, different people own it, but uh, so we they have, don't do the beer dinners anymore. We have a little, uh, we have a little Bavarian Franken Kern sausage, and they have lots of good Landjägers and stuff there too. Yeah, I went for the sensible choice that had sausages because sausages are never wrong. It's true, and Uli makes really good sausages. Whereas Lut- Lutefisk is always wrong. <laughs> What well, if it's, it's, to drink what more if it's Lutefisk first. sausage? There you go. Not enough beer in the world to make Lutefisk taste good. What if it's Lutefisk beer? Oh God, no! Stop. <laughs> well, there's uh, um, a guy that uh, one of the one of the guys that does one of the internet food shows, Cordic. <laughs> one, one, one of the guys he came who came through Paul's bow and he wanted to sample stuff, and they ended up getting um, Dave from Silver Pig to show him around. So mm-hmm. he ended up going to dinner at three places and ended up at Tisley's with uh, none, none of the people from Tisley's talking to him. Dave was bringing him around the whole time, but uh, Rob special made him Ludovisk to try at the end of it. And um, he actually liked it because, well, he made, you know, small portions of Ludovisk covered in, in cream bechamel sauce and stuff. So it's like, you know, all you have to see is Disgusting cream bechamel sauce. Yeah. I was worried that that story was going to end with a multicolored rainbow of vomit. Because he's eating <laughs> no. three well, that was after the Schweinehochte and uh, a few other uh, dishes. So. Hmm. Right, you lot. Now we're bullshitted for like an hour. We should say goodbye to people so we can stop the stream. Goodbye, people. Goodbye. Thank you, Chad. Good fun. Thanks, everyone. Nighty, nighty. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed that session of Iron Gods. If you did, please visit us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and at www.rpgmp3.com, and leave us some likes and comments. It's always great to hear from you. If you really liked it, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash rpgmp3, and support what we do. Every little helps to keep a site of this size up and running. 
Thank you for listening, and Dungeon On! Dungeon On!